serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world. This is the Show Me Sports Network. The following is an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and is a high-fidelity, all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited. Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Show Me Sports Network. This is the Jefferson City Renegades pregame show on the exclusive home for Renegades Baseball. The Show Me Sports Network will recap last game's highlights, set the stage for first pitch, and even get the thoughts of the head coach during the pregame show. All while we get set to bring you the exciting play-by-play action of your Jefferson City Renegades. The best pregame coverage in the Mink League is on the air as Blake Gazaway and Grayson Smith are ready in the broadcast booth. Exclusive pregame coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball is brought to you by Centurion Communications, Batteries Plus Bulbs, Avon with Michelle Carty, Storm Pro Contractors, Mossy Oak Properties, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, River Oak Christian Academy, Kathy Rush Remax Realty, Eddie Gaydell Society, Joe Mockins Ford, Riley Automotive, Southwest Dental, Canterbury Hill Winery, The Dugout Sports Cars, Edward Jones, Central Bank, Farmers Insurance, Animal Medical Center, Downtown Chiropractic Clinic, Jefferson Bank, BE Renewed LLC, Ponchero, State Tech College of Missouri, MFA, and Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball on the Renegades Radio Network. Now, here's the voice of the Show Me Sports Network and the Jefferson City Renegades Radio Network, Blake Gazaway. And a very pleasant good evening, everyone. Blake Gazaway here with you as we're coming to you from historic Ernie Vivian Field as your Jefferson City Renegades getting ready to take on the Joplin Outlaws in a team that uh, they're very familiar with. They hooked up with these two teams just uh, two nights ago as the Outlaws were here in town. That game was all Outlaws as it was a run-ruled game by a final of 11 to nothing as uh, Joplin just really had no problem getting on base, getting on often, and uh, getting around the base path and scoring runs. And I assume that'll be something they're just going to pick up on tonight and keep going. Yeah, I'm hoping the Renegades can um, pick up what they learned from last time that they played. Now, I mean, we talked about it last time. Outlaws were running wild, so you got to see if whoever's playing catch for the Renegades, if they're going to be on their toes the entire game. And I'm hoping the offense can pick it up also. They were able to show up with hits last night against the Sedalia Bombers, but they weren't able to come up on the run side. But I'm hoping they were able to score some runs against the Outlaws that they were shut out last time. And just hoping to see a better ball game as of lately. We haven't seen as many because they're on a three-game losing streak at the moment. I'm just hoping they pick it up tonight. Well, it was a tough game. As we said, it was a run-ruled game at the final of 11-1. to and uh, really, that was a stretch there for the Joplin Outlaws. They had three games in a row where they run-ruled the team. We were game three of the third game that happened. They 
did that to the Chillicothe Mudcats two games in a row. So it was a uh, it was a night that they came and and they didn't have a ton of hits, but they were able to find a way to uh, get runners in scoring position and eventually keep them going around the base path before uh, they were able to uh, put up those eleven runs and. And it uh, wasn't that there was any major breakdowns for the Renegades. It was just several things put together, kind of a perfect storm of, of sorts that that uh, did it. As you said, the Renegades riding a three-game losing streak right now as they lost Saturday to the uh, Chillicothe Mudcats. That was a 4-2 to final. And then losing on Sunday to the Outlaws 11 to nothing, and then lost last night in a 3-1 to final as they lost to the uh, Sedalia Bombers at Sedalia. Kind of a shake-up here in the uh, Mink League, though, for the South Division, which is where both these two teams play. The uh, Sedalia Bombers, with their win last night, they have claimed the top spot with a record of 9-6 and six in the uh, South Division. The Joplin Outlaws, they're coming in a half game back, and that is a three-game win streak, by the way, two for the uh, Bombers. For the Outlaws, they are coming in a half game back there, riding a one-game losing streak. As they said, a 9-7 and seven on the season. The Renegades Riding this three-game losing streak, there are two full games back in the South Division as they sit at seven and eight. And then the Nevada Griffins, who got the win last night over Joplin, they're sitting at three full games back there with a record of seven and ten. And uh, pretty much as we've we've said all season long, the uh, North Division. Well, it's not really much of a race as uh, taking a look at their standings. They have the Clarinda A's there at the top spot. They're on an eight-game win streak which Clarinda is who we will see next as we travel up there on Friday. Uh, but they're on an eight-game hot streak right now. They're at 12-2. They sit atop the North Division. Four games back from them are the St. Joseph Mustangs. They're riding a two-game win streak there at 7-5. and five. And then uh, the Des Moines Peak Prospects, they're just edging them just a little bit. They're actually eight-and-a-half games back. So the standings sort of uh, shuffled up here as, as the uh, Mudcats have a 4-10 and ten record. They're only eight games back. Uh, but the uh, peak prospects, they're eight and a half games back at five and twelve. So that's uh, their system of how they figure that out. Actually, has them ahead in the standings, despite uh, having a half game back difference there. But obviously, as we've said, these are uh, just things that you take and you go early on in the season. As we're not quite through the midway point, so really the the race is important right now. But we're going to see a lot of shuffling as it happens. You know, hour by hour, day by day, those will continue to shuffle around. But the uh, Clarinda A's, as well as this Joplin Outlaw team, they're uh, two of the teams that really almost sit ahead and uh, uh, really are going to be some front runners for possibilities of taking home a Mink League division championship as well as having a possibility for a uh, Mink League championship for the 2021 season as well. Taking a look at some of the other games here in the Mink League tonight, there'll be three games as, uh, of course, the game here with the Renegades hosting the Joplin Outlaws. The Sedalia Bombers, they're playing uh, home again tonight. That has the Nevada Griffins on tap. That's set for a 7 o'clock start at Liberty Park Stadium in Dayfield in Sedalia. And then the Des Moines Peak Prospects, they are hosting the Clarinda A's. That at Memorial Park Ball Field in Des Moines. And that's set for a 7 o'clock first pitch as well. So, Three good games on tap for the Mink League this evening. Then we'll have a break for a couple days. We have a rain day tomorrow, but thankfully, barring a uh, barring a freak rainstorm, we shouldn't have to incur our rain our uh, rain day at all. And then 
We'll have Thursday off, and then Friday we hit the longest road trek we have as we'll go two games to Clarinda, and then on Saturday we'll have two games at Des Moines. So those both a 5 and 7.30 start time for those two games in the doubleheader. And then no rest for the weary. We'll be right back here on Sunday as there'll be the uh, celebrity softball game, turn, the uh, softball game that they usually have every year. That'll be at 5 o'clock, so it'll happen a couple hours before the game as the Bombers will be in town, then we'll have that game set for 7 o'clock. And then we'll turn right around and travel right back to Sedalia and play at the Bombers' home field there in Sedalia before we get another rest day. So lots of action coming up here in the next several days, including those two back-to-back doubleheaders. See the officials, the umpires making their way out from center field. There's a uh, little gate underneath the scoreboard there, so they're going to be headed this way here momentarily as uh, head coaches will meet and go over their instructions as tonight's special night uh, at the ballpark. Yeah, tonight is River Oak, River Oak night as River Oak Christian Academy has all of its teachers and some of its students come and celebrate, watch the Renegades play tonight. We're even going to have a special appearance as little... I think she's going in the first grade. Anna Schmutzler is going to be singing the national anthem. So fun things happening at the ballpark tonight. That's right. Pretty awesome thing is you said River Oak night here at the ballpark. And uh, teachers and students get in free, and it's just $4 for parents. So that's a pretty awesome deal to be able to come out and uh, be together as a uh, group, as the school, but also most importantly in uh, supporting the Renegades here as they try to get out of this three-game losing streak they're in. And not that you have any uh, favorites or ties there, but uh, you, you have a small connection. Yeah, a little, just a tiny connection. As principal there is my mom. I've had my little sister. She's gone there before. She's grown out of it. School does go from pre-K to sixth grade. So it's a wonderful thing to have them all here. I'm, I'm excited for tonight. Absolutely. And unfortunately, we won't uh, get to carry the national anthem as thanks to uh, – all of the uh, music laws and copyrights and those things, uh, we can't carry it on because the network's pockets are not that deep to pay for it. So, unfortunately, which I know that's not a great excuse and a great reason, but that is uh, the main reason is uh, it is very expensive to carry some of those things. And you wouldn't think it would be, but, uh, you know, it is. And particularly on uh, that's something that happens at the beginning of the broadcast usually that, can catch you up, and then, uh, well, it just kind of goes downhill from there. But I know she will do an outstanding job as the umpires and head coaches meet at home plate to go over their final instructions. As we said, beautiful night here at the ballpark. Coming in at 79 degrees. Might have even dropped a couple of degrees since then, but uh, we're in the mid to high 70s, which is a huge change from two nights ago was it was pushing close to 100 yeah it was a very hot night the other night and then it cooled off back in sedalia i mean it was probably a good 20 degrees cooler with the wind blowing i mean it was just it's been beautiful nights for baseball but it has varied in different kind of temperatures and i will have to say regarding the national anthem if you do want to hear little anna schmutzler sing tonight i'm sure river Oak christian academy on their facebook page will be videoing it and you can be able to watch it on there if you look up river Oak christian academy on facebook should be able to watch little Anna sing tonight. That sounds like a great way to be able to catch it, and then they can tune back over to our broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network. Blake Gazzle here with you, joined by Grayson Smith as we 
bring you coverage all season long here on the Show Me Sports Network. If you haven't done so, be sure and look us up. Just search uh, Show Me Sports Network on Facebook. Like our page. We try to post various happenings. We also get the uh, pregame starters and uh, projected starters, at least. We have a final graphic and several other things. As I know, uh, we'll be picking up a few listeners from Joplin and uh, that follow the Outlaws tonight as they do not have their road crew, their crew on the road. So they are, I guess, uh, stuck with our broadcast tonight. But I know we'll pick up some of their listeners. So we appreciate you tuning in. As I said, we appreciate the support. Be sure and like us and uh, share our stuff and share it with your friends and invite people to like it. We appreciate that support. So also while you're there, she said look up River Oak Christian Academy as well. And also look up the Jefferson City Renegades as uh, they have a pretty interactive Facebook page, have quite a few things they post and keep going and all kinds of stuff that uh, they have on their page. So I do want to throw a plug in, too, uh, for their baseball camp. As uh, get the page pulled up here in a second, their kids' camp, the uh, yearly baseball camp they do, it's scheduled for June 29th, 30th, and July 1st, so that is next week. It's 9 to 11 each day here at Vivian Field. $25 donation to the team, and uh, that gets the kiddos signed up for a high-quality lesson and instruction from the 2019 Class 3 High School Baseball State Championship and this year runner-up in the uh, state championship for Class 3 with head coach of the Renegades and Mike D'Amelia, as well as uh, Renegades players will be on hand just a good chance for your player to feel like an all-star and have fun at camp and with other campers. So sign them up and get them out here and have some fun at the ballpark. Always a great time for players to learn baseball and, you know, learn from a great organization and players and coaches who kind of know what they're talking about. We'll take a look at the starting lineups as for the Joplin Outlaws. They sit at 9-7 and seven on the season. They're the visiting team here. They'll start with shortstop batting first as Lawson Faria. They'll bat right field. That's batting second, Brandon Ulmer. Batting third in left field will be Ethan Ellis. Playing second base, batting fourth, Brett Weimers. Batting fifth, designated hitter Sam Golden. Batting sixth, first baseman Jeb Jenkins. Batting seventh will be at third base, Cade Lott. Catching, batting eighth will be Kaylin Protaski. Saw him the other night behind the plate, did an excellent job. And uh, batting ninth in center field will be Drake Anderson. Taking a look at the starters for your Jefferson City Renegades who sit at 7-8 and eight on the season. They'll lead off in left field in Caden Dial. Batting second will be first baseman in Carter Mice. The DH batting third will be Hamilton Anderson. Batting fourth center fielder Tommy Reether. Playing shortstop batting fifth will be Colin Demmel. Batting sixth in right field will be David Dell. Batting seventh at second base, Ben Burton gets the start tonight. He had the start last night. Batting eighth, playing third base, Seth DeNoyer, and catching tonight's game is Ali Clareau. And on the mound will be Caden Hessel. Should mention for the Outlaws, they'll start in Jack O'Brien. They will start uh, O'Brien on the mound. So it'll be O'Brien versus Hessel on the mound this evening for tonight's contest. As we said, just middle 70s here, so it's going to be a great night for baseball. That sun still uh, beating down, but not nearly as hot as it usually is. At least it doesn't feel like it's as hot as it usually does. We yeah, said that wind is wind feels really nice right now. Yeah, the humidity has gone away. The storms that came through over the weekend 
drop that humidity down a little bit. Well, I guess I should say the weekend and and uh, also on Monday. So it's dropped the temperatures down quite nicely. So we are just about ready, as we said. We're going through the starting lineups here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. And then they will have maybe a first pitch, the singing of national anthem. They are going to have a first pitch, and then they'll clean off home plate with the biggest toothbrush in the Midwest. That's courtesy of Southwest Dental Care. So we're going to have a break here and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Attention class of 2021, it's time to think about your future. It's time for you to take action. It's time to apply to State Tech. But you better hurry because space is filling up fast. In fact, more than 85% of our seats will be filled by March. So don't delay and find out firsthand why State Tech is ranked the best college in the country for the second year in a row. And we are proud to be known as the employer's choice. Apply today at statetechmo.edu. As a former veteran, for two years I tried to get my disability and nothing worked. Then I called Wes Flanagan and he got the results that I really needed. I hear stories like this all the time where people are overwhelmed with the system. As a former Social Security attorney, I will help you get the benefits that you deserve. Russ Swanigan lives and works in mid-Missouri, and he's here to help you. The help you deserve for the benefits you've earned. The law offices of Russ Swanigan. The following public service announcement is brought to you by the Eddie Goodell Society, Jefferson City Chapter 10, doing little things to make a big difference. Want to make a big difference in your community? Be kind to others, drive safely, and put litter in its proper place. Join us in celebrating Eddie Goodell's historic Major League appearance as a member of the St. Louis Browns by doing something nice for someone today. Take a walk, Eddie! Set the bar high and just go for it. You are destined for greatness. Is it my imagination, or is everyone telling me I'm already the next big thing? Find your perfect self and follow your dreams. My dreams weren't going so well. For some reason, life was feeling dark and I couldn't snap out of it. All I needed was a little support and a few new ideas. Your life, your voice.org helped me get my life back on track. I can take it from here. We'll have the throwing of the first pitch. Nice job of one of the youngsters from River Oak Christian Academy. Gets a nice hand from the crowd. That was an excellent job. Too bad we couldn't get the national anthem on, but the national anthem singer did a fabulous job. And she did a great job. As we said, now time to clean off home plate with the biggest toothbrush here in the Midwest. That's brought to you by Southwest Dental Care. Another River Oak Academy youngster cleaning the plate off. And got to say, if I don't know what his future plans include, but uh, he might have a career brushing overly large teeth. <laughs> so, taking a look at uh, the line for Caden Helsel, he enters the contest. He's pitched in. 
three games, had two starts. He's has an 0-1 record. His ERA is 5.40. He has 10 innings pitched, seven strikeouts, seven walks, and given up 11 hits in his tenure. He is from Mocaine, Missouri, a right-handed thrower. He's a 6'1", 190-pound sophomore at Drury. So he will be on the mound for the Renegades as they need to find a way to get out of this three-game skid that they find themselves in. We said the Renegades enter the game with a 7-8 and eight record, a 9-7 and seven record for the Outlaws, who sit at a half game back, two full games back, are the Renegades. So shortstop Lawson Faria, he will be the leadoff batter for the game. He's a right-handed batter. Entering, hitting a 182 for the season. We are just about ready for baseball. Here from historic Ernie Vivian Field. Here we have Caden Hessel on the mound. He was the opening day starter for the Renegades against the Bombers, and he's also played in the field. First pitch in there called for strike one, so he is off <laughs> to a good start. Not with fielding the ball, though, as the ball gets away from him. No, Far back from catcher. That's why he's got extra players out there to help him on that part. So he will step back on the rubber. No balls, one strike count as he's facing his first batter. Next pitch, that one in there for called strike two. So Faria down in the count at 0-2. Next offering will be on its way. That one's swinging a miss. First strikeout one and out number one. Working him quickly. I mean, that was three straight fastballs. Just blew right past I would love to see for some pitchers on the Renegades tonight to just go one, two, three. We have not seen that as of late. We, I think I say, saw it maybe one time last night, but it's been pretty rough lately. Yeah, you're right about that. We haven't seen it in any consistent uh, order. Right fielder in Brandon Ulmer will step in. Ulmer hitting a 129 on the season. So he will dig in from the left-hand side of the plate. That first pitch, that one's going to be hit. And Denoyer's going to try to glove it. It was just a slow hit ball, and he cannot get the glove on it. As they're going to call that one foul, I was wondering. Nope, they're not going to call a foul, actually. So thought maybe it hit off home plate, but it'll be a slow roller. That would have been a tough play for Denoyer anyway. I mean, even if he did glit that ball, trying to make a good throw over there, he probably would have been safe anyway. But you have to make almost a Nolan Arenado-type play to beat him there. So Ethan Ellis, he's the left fielder. He'll dig in with one on and one out. Throw over to first base, runner back in time, no tag. Ellis hitting a 278. Has 10 hits. Has 15 strikeouts, though. First pitch inside, ball one. There'll be one ball, no strike count here as the wind picks up just a little bit. It's blowing 
In from left field, it's 300 down the left field line, 300 down the right field line. 375 at center field. Next offering, that one called strike one. That was a good pitch. A high and inside. Could not get any better than that. The count goes one ball, one strike with one out and a runner on first base. That's Ulmer. As we play in the top of the first inning. Another throw over to first base. Mize has a wicked tag there as he kneels down at the bag and catches that a glove on the right hand, and he catches it right there to make the tag. Yeah, it was pretty convenient for him being left-handed, able to make a quick tag at first base. Runner's going to go to second, swing and a miss, throw down, and it's going to be way offline as he almost took the hat off of the head of the back umpire. I think Clareau was partially, I wouldn't say impeded there, but uh, the batter definitely was partially in his way. Head coach Mike D'Amelio is going to come out and have a quick conversation. I think that's maybe what he's going to say is it's hard for the catcher to make a throwdown when the guy's standing right in his way. He won't win that argument, neither will I, but I agree that sometimes it's good just to come out and plant that seed and have that quick conversation. It might be one-sided, but have that conversation nonetheless. Hessel looks in, 1-2 count, checks the runner at second, checks the runner a second time. 1-2 pitch on its way, that one fouled off. So we'll stay at one ball and two strikes. Outlaws already showing again that they can run. School, or excuse me, stole about, I don't even know, probably 10 stolen bases the other night against the Renegades. It felt like 10 if it wasn't. It felt like 20, if I'm being honest. Anytime they get on base, they just immediately start moving. They're already doing it tonight as they got their first base runner on. He's already stolen second base. So 1 2 pitch will be forthcoming. Hessel has a long look in. And that's going to be a high fly ball hit to left field. Going over on it is Reether. He'll make the grab in left field for out number two. Reether gets out number two in left field. Now stepping in will be second baseman Brett Weimers. Weimers hitting a 351. It's 13 hits and 37 at bats. He has eight doubles, seven RBIs, four walks, one hit by pitch, 12 strikeouts. Also has four stolen bases. Runner on second. Ooh, that pitch misses. Weemers will be heading the count at 1-0. Runner on second base, that's Ulmer with the stolen base. After he got a one-out single. One zero pitch on its way. That one in That's there for a beauty. I think had a lot of movement across the strike zone. Evens the count at one ball and one strike. That one swung on and missed. That takes it to one ball and two strikes. Two outs as we play in the top of the first inning. 
One-two pitch on its way. That one's going to be hit. Foul territory. Mize coming over. And he's going to make the grab standing in front of the Outlaws dugout for out number three. Well, we didn't have a one-two-three inning, but I will take it nonetheless. As no runs, only one hit given up. They strand one out there. We'll go to the bottom of the first inning. As we're still scoreless, we go to the bottom of the first. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Through the years, we've faced events that have challenged our lung health, and respiratory therapists save lives through them all. We've come a long way since the iron lung, but respiratory therapy remains an essential piece to patient care. Heroically working on the front lines of COVID-19, respiratory therapists dedicate their lives to save yours. Essential to patient care, to our care. Take time to thank a respiratory therapist for saving lives every day. Adopt US Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. GOAT, G-O-A-T, acronym, stands for greatest of all time. As in spaghetti sandwiches for dinner? They're my fave. Dad, you're the GOAT. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same. Visit AdoptUSKids.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. Jack O'Brien will be on the mound for the Outlaws as he is from San Diego, California, right-handed thrower. He's a junior at Hawaii Pacific U, so he's well-traveled, I could say. He enters with a 1-0 record, pitched in three games, has one save, a 1.22 ERA. Good. Good. I forgot to stop our commercial there that was upcoming. He's pitched, uh, O'Brien has pitched 7.1 or 7 in a third innings, 10 strikeouts, and 7 hits he's issued. So he's had some pretty quality starts and time at the mound as left fielder Caden Deal will lead off the bottom of the first inning. He'll show bunt. He'll bunt that foul. He'll be down to the count at 0-1-1. Deal from O'Fallon, Missouri, a 5'10", 175-pounder. He bats left, throws right, a freshman in Northwest Missouri State. So he'll be down in the count at 0-1-1. He'll show bunt again. He'll take that one for a ball, pulls it back. Evens the count at one ball and one strike. Next offering, swung on and missed. O'Brien threw it by him. And had some velocity on it. One-two pitch, that one swung on and missed. So both teams exchanging leadoff strikeouts as they start the game. Stepping in now will be first baseman Carter Mize. Mize from St. Louis, Missouri, 6'2", 200-pounder. He's a left-hander across the board, a junior at Missouri Baptist. Mize batting in the second spot today. He's usually batted third or fourth. He enters hitting a 345 clip, second 
to the on-deck man and Hamilton Anderson. First pitch called, strike one. Mize has found a way to just collect hit after hit. He has 20 hits in 58 at-bats. He's had two home runs as well. A one pitch. That one called strike two. Mize does have five stolen bases as well. So no balls, two strikes to count here. One out. That one in the dirt. Mize will swing at it. Got him fooled, and they'll throw down and get out number two. He was really fooled on that pitch. That thing was almost a left, or I guess in the right-hander's batter's box. So Hamilton Anderson, he'll step in. He's playing in the DH role tonight. He's from Columbia, Illinois, 6'3", 200-pounder. He's a left-handed batter, right-handed uh, thrower. He's a freshman at... State Fair Community College, he's hitting a team leading 404. He has also a team leading 21 hits. First offering to him, that one outside, ball one. And team leading home runs. Does have uh, and RBIs. RBIs and <laughs> kind of across the board, he's leading in most categories. That one upstairs, ball two. Tommy Reether, the center fielder, he will be standing in the on-deck circle. As Anderson bats with two outs here in the bottom of the first inning, we're still scoreless. He's going to hit a ball that's going to be fielded by the first baseman, throw over to the pitcher covering the bag for out number three. As it's a 3-1 put out. So three up and three down. We'll go to the top of the second inning, still scoreless. You're listening to exclusive coverage, Renegades Baseball, here on the Show Me Sports Network. Parents. Catching kids being good is at the heart of every parenting strategy you'll find at boystown.org parenting. We've got parenting guides, articles, videos, quick tips, and even live parent talks on Facebook with Boystown experts. Visit boystown.org praise to receive your 10 ways to praise magnet. It's a great reminder to catch them being good. And the great parenting advice is just a click away. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting A Teenager Learning the Lingo Jelly Jelly adjective Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent Thousands of teens in foster care will love you just the same Visit AdoptUSKids.org Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services Adopt U.S. Kids and the Ad Council We'll go to the top of the second inning. Neither team has yet to score. As the Outlaws will send hitters five, six, and seven to the plate. That'll be led by designated hitter Sam Golden. He will be the first one that steps in. Golden hitting a 316 on the season. First pitch to him. Called. Strike one. Lots of these players on the Outlaws are batting over 300. 
So the 0-1 pitch on its way. That one a little outside. Even the count at one ball and one strike. As you said, Not counting the pitcher, there's eight batters batting over 300. Pitcher has one at bat with one hit, so. That one outside for ball two. Well, he's hitting, uh, he's pulling an Eddie Goodell hit as he's got a perfect at bat. But he only has one. Ooh. That one hits Golden in the back. Right between the numbers on the back. So it'll be a leadoff hit by pitch as Golden will jog down to first base. First baseman Jeb Jenkins, he will step in. We did not see him two nights ago. He's hitting a, a uh, 233 as seven hits in 30 at bats, including two doubles. Golden takes a healthy lead at first base. Elsel will look in and get the sign. First pitch is going to be hit off the end of the bat. Going back on it is Burton. He'll make the over-the-shoulder grab. Actually, that's not Burton. We're screened off. That's coming in. Making it is Dell. So that's out number one. Couldn't quite see who was going to come down with it. It was screened off by... On plate umpire and Claro. So third baseman Cade Lott will step in. Lott hitting a 297 on the season so far. That pitch misses. Four ball one. Next offering. That's going to be hit a mile into the air. Coming over is center fielder. He's going to his left, and Reether will make the grab for out number two. Now stepping in, Kalen Protaski. He's catching tonight's game. He enters hitting a 161. He will step in from the right-hand side of the plate. Throw over to first base. That's a close play right there. But they say runner was safe. Essel will look in, and he'll get the sign. First pitch upstairs to Protaski, ball one. So he will dig back in with a one ball, no strike, two out count here. Center fielder Drake Anderson in the on-deck circle. That one's going to be fouled off, so that'll take us to a count of one and one. Golden still standing at first base after being issued a leadoff hit by pitch. Neither team has scored yet as we play here in the top of the second. I'd like to see the Renegades get out of this inning. 
Runner will go to second, throw down. That one looks like it's in time, and they're going to say that he was safe as Golden just slides under the tag. Think if that throw was down about a foot, he's out. So two balls and one strike as that pitch was taken for a ball. Next pitch, that one fouled off. Totally even at two balls and two strikes. As I said, I'd like to see the outlaw strand another runner at second base as they did in the first inning. As they are aggressive in the base path. Two balls, two strikes, two outs here. Helsel will look in. He'll get the sign. Now he'll step off. So we said Golden standing at second base. He had a hit by pitch, awarded him first base, and then he stole second just a couple pitches ago. So 2 2 count, forthcoming. That's going to be a ball hit into left field, and it's going to be over Deal's head, and Golden is going to score. And it'll be a two-out double. I'm not really sure what Deal is trying to do. He kind of started running in at first. That ball was hit well over his head. So then he has to run all the way back to the wall to go get that as there's now a double to score in the first one of the ball game for the Outlaws. Center fielder Drake Anderson, he will step in. We'll find him on the uh, point streak system here, so... He's either a relatively new player or doesn't have a lot of at-bats, as in none that are in point streak. First pitch to him. It's going to be in there for called strike one. Anderson, a left-handed batter. Outlaws take the one to nothing lead here in the top of the second inning. Next pitch, that one upstairs. That'll take it to one ball and one strike as Protaski gets the RBI double. He hit a rocket into left field. 1-1 pitch. It's going to be hit off the end of the bat, and it's going to go to shallow center field, and it will drop, and center fielder misplays it. That's Reether, and that'll be another RBI. So that'll be an RBI single. So it will be a 2 to nothing lead now. Now back to the top of the order. And shortstop Lawson Faria. He was a strikeout victim his first time at bat. I think that ball, Reether in center field, I think that that hit a, like a clot of dirt out there or a clump of grass. Throw to first base. Runner just gets back in time. That's Anderson. Kind of took a funny funny hop as didn't get up to the glove that Reether put out. So Faria steps in. Runner goes to second. That'll be a throw down again offline. So it'll be a stolen base. They've had two in this inning, three in the game. We're only in the second inning. I just cannot believe their aggressiveness. Well, like I said, that's part of why they had three games in a row. Or they run-ruled the team. 
turn and a throw to second. No tag, but runner was back safely, but that was a lot closer than I thought it was going to be. Elsa will look in and get the sign as he faces Faria. First pitch. That one upstairs makes it two balls, no strikes, two outs here as we play in the top of the second. Outlaws have plated two. They're trying to add to that lead, have a runner on second base. That's Anderson. Elsa will check the runner, that one upstairs. That takes it to three balls and no strikes. Two outs here. Again, we've seen the Outlaws get two back-to-back outs in the first three at batters of this inning and then give up two runs. 3-0 pitch on its way, that one upstairs, ball four. So Faria will be issued a two-out walk, and we're going to have a conversation on the mound. Brandon Ulmer will step in, the right fielder. He had a single that he legged down in the first inning. Stole second, but then was left stranded out there. So they'll have a quick talk on the mound. Still scoreless. Let me refresh this. Well, I can't say if it's scoreless or not at uh, Sedalia as their problems with their point streak system continue. They had a problem with it uh, part of the way into our game last night, and they have yet to update it. It still says pregame, and it's a 0-0 score. The Des Moines Peak Prospects, they're also hosting Clarinda. The A's come to town for them. They don't show a score, but they have yet to have any of their games live scored with the point streak system. They just simply upload it after the fact. So right fielder Brandon Ulmer will step in. He is one for one. So he digs in on the left-hand side of the plate, has two on the base path. As first and second base both occupied. First pitch to him, misses outside, ball one. Looked like that was a pretty good pitch. Just couldn't get the outside part of the plate. Almer will dig back in. He'll foul that one out of play over the third base dugout, so that will even the count of one ball and one strike. So two outs still. This is the third, fourth at batter. Fourth batter, rather, that we've seen after getting two outs. 1-1 pitch will be on its way. Hessel checks the runner at second. Now the 1-1 on its way, that one upstairs. That takes it to two balls and one strike. He has just not been able to locate his fastball. All his fastball has been high out of the zone so far. Yeah, he's got the heat on it, but just can't get it onto the strike zone. And huge lead at second base for the runner there. That pitch, Ooh. outside corner, called strike two. Oh, it was called strike. I can't even see the ump right now. He's standing right there. He's wearing a blue shirt. <laughs> no, it's hard to see because you're looking right into that sun. As 
We look down the first base line, and you're staring just right into the sun that's setting. So it does make it a little hard. Makes a few shadows on the field, but it'll be down quickly. 2-2 pitch forthcoming. After Helsel checks the runner at second, that one outside, a little upstairs. That'll take the count to full at three balls and two strikes. Luckily, I'm not complete, completely blind, though, as I have my brand-new Jefferson City Renegades hat, which you can come Looks get. Good. You can come get it at the field at Ernie Vivian for just a good $20. $15 for a shirt, $20 for a hat. So payoff pitch as we're sitting at full with two outs. That one's going to be a hard-hit ball to center field. Reether will... Step over two steps. He'll make the grab for out number three. However, there was some damage done as the Outlaws score two runs in the top of the second inning. So they lead two to nothing. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Eyes on the road, hands on the wheel, safely drive that automobile. Eyes on the road, hands on the wheel. Safely drive that automobile. Eyes on the road, hands on the wheel. Eyes on the road, hands on the wheel. Meet Norm. He lives with anxiety. But with the help of this latest innovation from Be Normal, he can be normal. Just like everyone else. With the swipe of a finger, you can project happiness, confidence, machismo. Why settle for being real when you can be normal? The Normal Maker. New from Be Normal. This item doesn't really work because there's no such thing as normal. We're all different. What we like, how our brains work. In fact, one in five of us live with mental illness. Don't filter who you are. Start by talking to someone you trust. And remember, there is no normal. Wow, big things going on in the world lately. With so much confusion, it's easy to feel lost and overwhelmed. We all want to believe in something. And the most important cause of all is your amazing self. YourLifeYourVoice.org has answers and advice for teens who feel left out and are starting to doubt themselves. You have so much to offer. YourLifeYourVoice.org can help you find it. Well, the Renegades will lead off with batters four, five, and six. They'll lead off with center fielder and Tommy Reether. He's from Washington, Missouri, 5'10", 190-pounder, left-handed batter, right-handed thrower, a sophomore at Missouri, SNT. So he's going to hit the first pitch he sees to the shortstop. He'll double clutch, throw over, did not get him in time. So Reether legs out, an infield hit, double clutch by the shortstop and could not make the throw in time. Shortstop Colin Demmel, he will step in now. As Demmel from Overland Park, Kansas, a six foot 170 pounder. He's right-handed across the board, a freshman at Truman State. So he digs in from the right-hand side of the plate. Long look in from O'Brien. First offering, high fly ball. That's going to be hit towards center field. Going back on it, and almost a collision. And as a center fielder comes down with it after he almost takes the head off of his left fielder, that was Anderson coming over, taking it from Ellis. 
Dimmel gave it a long ride, but just not quite enough. Comes up at the warning track. Not sure why the center fielder is going all that way for a clear left fielder's ball. I mean, I think it was more left. It was in left center, but closer to left. Right. He was playing a little over, shifted more towards the other side of the field. As David Dell will step in, Dell is lined in a minute. First offering to him. That'll be in there for called strike one. Dell from right here in Jefferson City. He's a six foot hundred and seventy pounder right hander across the board, freshman at Columbia College. He'll be down in the count at 0-1. Ben Burton in the on deck circle. 0-1 pitch, that one upstairs. That evens the count at one ball and one strike. As Reether still standing on first base. One out here as we play in the bottom of the second. The Outlaws leading by a score of two to nothing. O'Brien looks in. There's his 1-1 offering. That one fouled back. Dell just a hair behind it. Fouls it straight back. Dell will dig back in. One ball, two strike count. Reether getting the first pitch. Lead off, single to lead off the inning. One two count, and that one's going to be fouled into the on deck circle for the Renegades. So it'll still be a one two count for Dell. One out here as we play. Outlaws leading two to nothing. We play here in the bottom of the second inning. O'Brien looks in. 1-2 offering. That one's downstairs. That evens the count. One ball and, sorry, two balls and two strikes. O'Brien taking his time to get the sign. And his wreath on first base. O'Brien will get what he's looking for. He'll get set. 2-2 offering on its way. That one fouled off, so we'll do it again. Beautiful night here at the ballpark. Says it's 74 degrees here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. After the heat we had in the last week, it feels amazing. Dell has an even count at two balls and two strikes. Next pitch, that one down in the dirt. Reether's going to take off for second as neither can find the ball, and they're going to tell him to hold up. So Reether will have second on a wild pitch. I think died over here near us, I, th- I think. And Reether not had to change his momentum. He was headed back to the bag. He didn't get a great jump on it. I think he could have made third because the catcher had no clue where it went. Neither did the pitcher. O'Brien has the payoff pitch as we're at three balls and two strikes. One out. Reether on second base. Payoff pitch on its way. That one upstairs. Walked him. So Dale issued a one-out walk. The Reether on second. Dale on first base. Stepping in now will be The second baseman in Ben Burton. He's from Wellsville, Missouri, 5'10", 175-pounder. He's a right-handed batter and a right-handed thrower. He's a freshman at Lindenwood. 
So he steps in here. He's hitting a 182 clip entering the game. He shows bunt. He's going to bunt it. Foul down the first baseline. Ends up over by the first base dugout. He's trying to move those runners over. Get them ever closer to home plate. He said Reether on second base. Demel on, sorry, that's Dell on first base. Reether on second. Burton will windmill the bat. Acts like he's going to show bunt again. O'Brien will check the runner at second. He's going to Take that one for called strike two. So Burton will be down in the count at 0-2. Sun finally almost down that tree line. At least we're in the shadows now. So Set Denoyer in the on-deck circle. O'Brien looks in. No balls, two strikes, one out here as we play in the bottom of the second. Next offering, that one in the dirt. I'll take it to one ball and two strikes. They have speed on the base path. If Burton can put it in place somewhere, possibly in the corner, they might tie the ball game up. One-two pitch on its way. That one upstairs, a little chin music there. Trying to throw the concerto on that pitch. So that evens it at two balls and two strikes with one out here. O'Brien again looks in. Now he's set, gets got the pitch he wanted. Check the runner at second. That pitch inside. Missed the inside part of the plate. Boy, I thought that arm was going up to ring it up as a strikeout. Yeah, O'Brien definitely wanted to be a strikeout. Yelling his glove, he wanted that pitch. So full count now, three balls, two strikes. Burton at bat, one out, two on. So we play bottom of the second, 2-0 Outlaws lead. Payoff pitch, and that one's going to be a little blooper, and it's going to fall, and it's going to be a base hit, and we're going to have the bases loaded with one out as Burton hits a little blooper into shallow right center field so now we'll have the bases loaded as Seth Denoyer third baseman he steps in he's from St. Charles Missouri six foot 205 pounder right-handed thrower right-handed batter a junior at Indiana Kokomo so he has got a chance to get his team tied up and or take the lead Denoyer hitting a 138 on the season here comes a crucial part in the ball game. Renegades have not been able to score runs with runners in scoring position lately, or even at all. But they're hoping to score with three runners on the base pass. They've got to score at least one here. Otherwise, it's not going to be great for them. Big swing and a miss. That one was low. Denoyer couldn't lay off of it. So he's trying to give the Renegades a 4-2 to two lead with that swing. Alec Claro will be in the on-deck circle. One out here. Bases are loaded. No balls, one strike count to Denoyer. O'Brien will look in. He's set. There's his pitch. 
And that's going to be a little blooper hit off the end of the bat. Going out is the right fielder. They are going to send the runner home, and Reether will touch home plate. So Denoyer will get an RBI with a sack fly to right field. That'll be cutting that lead down to one at two to one. As I like Clareau, he will step in. He is from Aruba, 5,770-pounder. He's right-handed across the board, sophomore at Northwest Missouri State. He's hitting a 194 on the season. Runners on first and third. He'll hit a chopper to the third baseman. He'll glove it. Has to stop his momentum through it in the dirt, but was able to dig it out. Was the first baseman in Jenkins, and that will be a 5 to three put out and end the inning. However, the Renegades were able to plate one and cut that lead in half at two to one. So we'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. (laughs) COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel. But now there are vaccines and they are the very first step that let us get back to what we miss most. It's okay to have questions. Is it safe? Should I wait? Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision when vaccines are available to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. It doesn't matter how you say it, as long as you say it often. Praise your child at least four times for every time you correct them, and you'll be on your way to raising a confident, caring kid. 4 to 1 Praise is just one of the many parenting tools from the experts at Boys Town. Visit boystown.org praise to receive your 10 ways to praise magnet. It's a great reminder to keep it positive, and that helpful parenting advice is just a click away. We go to the uh, top of the third inning. As the Outlaws lead 2-1, to one, they'll send hitters 3, 4, and 5 to the plate. They'll lead off with left fielder Ethan Ellis. He flew out to left field his only at bat. Hessel still on the mound for the Renegades. They finally were able to, as you were saying, Grayson, get a run with some runners on the base path. That has been a tough thing for them. Two runs, three hits, one error for the Outlaws. One run on one hit and no errors for the Renegades. So Ellis, first batter of the inning. First pitch, he's going to crank that one into left field, shallow left field for a leadoff single. First pitch swing. So, he'll be standing on first base. And stepping in will be second baseman Brett Weimers. He fouled out. In and out to Mize over near the dugout in 
his first at bat. So Golden, sorry, uh, Weemers, at bat throw over to first base. So Weemers will step in. First pitch is going to be called strike one. Situate, resituating our chairs here, so. Oh, one count. Two Weemers. Next pitch. That one swung on. Strike number two. Right by him. Good heater right there. So Weemers down in the count at 0 and 2. As we said, he fouled out. Caught by Mize over by the Outlaws dugout. And his first at bat, that ended the first inning. Essel's next pitch runner goes to second. Ball's high throw is on the money. It is. And the tag oh, is not going to be there. I don't know what they have to do to get a runner out at second base because that looked like that was perfect from here. Do you even think that they get a steal sign? No, I think they just go. <laughs> if you want my honest opinion, I think they just go. It's the third inning, and they have four stolen bases. I think pretty much uh, when they get on first base, we're just going to assume they're going to steal at some point. Swing and a miss, and that's a strikeout for Weimer, so he is 0 for 2 on the night. I don't think you assume. I think you know. I was going to say I thought that it was they were going when there was two strikes, but they have proved me wrong on that. Stepping in will be designated hitter Sam Golden. He was hit by pitch last inning. One out here, runner on second base. Golden at the plate. He's a right-handed batter. First pitch inside, swung at it. I think that would have been a ball if he wasn't swinging. Yeah, I don't, don't think he would ever make contact with that. If he did, it probably would be a foul ball. It was so inside. It'd probably be off his hands or right in front of it. So no balls, one strike, one out here. Essel has a long look at second base. Checks the runner a third time. 0-1 pitch. That one's going to be a chopper, and it's going to be hit to shortstop. He'll glove throw over, and Mize could not come up with it as it hits Golden, and I think that might have got him in the in the face. Same time he got hit by a ball. First time was hit by a pitch. This time on a throwing error by the shortstop. He's going to have some bruises. He says he's okay. He's telling his third base coach, I got it. No problem. Get back. So he'll be standing at first base. On that, too, the runner goes home. Just had to double check and make sure that Ellis did go home. For an RBI, so now back to a two-run lead. First baseman, Jeb Jenkins. That's the uh, magic formula here for the Outlaws, I think, this season. Is they're aggressive on the base path, and they you make one little mistake, and they find a way to put a run across the plate. First pitch downstairs to, to Jenkins. Now, I normally wouldn't ask this, but do you think they still here, even after Golden's gotten hit twice? And he's a big guy, too. He did steal a base 
an inning or two ago. I think he's going to wait at least for a strike. There's a high fly ball. It's going to be hit towards left field going back on it. And wow. making the over-the-shoulder grab is Deal. I thought that was going to... I didn't think he had a shot at that at all. Being his glove, but he proves me wrong. As put a star by that play for Deal in left field as he caught that over the shoulder, gets out number two. Caden Lott, third baseman, he's 0 for 1 with a fly out to center field. As the Renegades put up a one spot here, trying to hold them to no more as they lead 3 to 1. Lott digs in from the right-hand side of the plate. He'll hit the ball on the money, and that's going to drop into the gap in left center field. Now we're going to have runners on the corners at first and third. Well, they are just first pitch swinging here. Protaski will step in now. Kalen Protaski, the catcher, he has an RBI double. Two outs here in the inning as we play in the top of the third inning. Renegades trailing 3-1. to one. Hessel will look in, get the sign. That pitch hit him on the back. So now the bases will be loaded. Protaski will jog on down to first base. Him and uh, Golden are going to have matching bruises right in the center of their back. Center fielder Drake Anderson, he will step in. He has an RBI single and also a stolen base. At some point, it's really null and void. We start announcing the stolen bases because it'll feel like everybody on the roster has a stolen base for the Outlaws. I'm going to try and keep count tonight. So far we have four. So Anderson digs in. Base is juiced for him. Here with two outs. First pitch misses inside. That makes it one ball, no strikes. Well, I can tell you they're... With a high probability, I can't say uncertain, but they're probably not going to steal here. And that pitch is going to be hit right up the middle, to. diving for it. Shortstop cannot come up with it, and they'll have one run in. Corot is going to be at home plate, and he's going to hold on to the ball, and they're going to say he is out. There it is. As Protas- Sorry, that's not Protaski. That is Lott thrown out at home plate. Clareau takes a massive hit but holds on to the ball. It's sandwiched between himself and the umpire. So they hold the outlaws to just two runs there. That could have been a whole lot worse. As we'll go to the bottom of the third inning, the outlaws lead by three at four to one. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage, Renegades Baseball, here on the Show Me Sports Network. It costs so little to teach a child to love and so much to teach him to hate. These simple but profound words from our founder are at the core of each parenting strategy you'll find at boystown.org slash parenting. Teach me respect. Teach me patience. Teach me love. Visit boystown.org slash magnet to receive a teach love magnet. As a reminder that the change we want to see in our world begins at home. 
and Boys Town is there to help along the way. What do you think you're doing, Kevin? I uh, was just going to drive home. Ah, uh, ah, uh, uh, there are several warning signs present that you shouldn't be driving. Like hearing voices? Like your text to emoji ratio? Oh, man, the selfies. <laughs> Selfie nailed it. We all have warning signs that let us know that we're probably not okay to drive. Mine is pretending to be your subconscious. Craig, come on, man, let's put a ride home. Every year, 4.5 million young adults between the ages of 18 and 24 visit the ER. It's every parent's nightmare. Umergency gives you all the tools you need to quickly and effectively manage your family's emergency. Umergency provides instant access to vital resources, customized to your student's campus and local community, digital consent form, and built-in urgent alert button. Umergency gives you peace of mind when you need it most. Download your Umergency app now. Well, we go back to the top of the lineup as left fielder Caden Deal steps in. He is 0 for 1 on the night, had a strikeout to lead off the ball game. Both teams exchanging leadoff strikeouts. First pitch to him inside, ball one. Hopefully you're enjoying tonight's broadcast here on the Show Me Sports Network as we're just past 8 o'clock. That pitch outside, ball Number two, Blake Gazzle here with you, joined by Grayson Smith here on the Show Me Sports Network, exclusive home for Renegades Baseball and the Renegades Radio Network. We'll bring you coverage all season long. O'Brien's 2-0 pitch, that one caught Ooh. the uh, upper, outermost, highest part of the plate. About a centimeter of the strike zone. A 2-1 pitch. That one's fouled off. That takes us to two balls and two strikes. The thing didn't catch by much, but it caught by at least a seam. So we said, beautiful night here at the ballpark. The River Oak Christian Academy night here at the ballpark. There's been a big contingent that made it out to the game, and I'd say you're quite popular. 2-2 <laughs> pitch. That one misses upstairs. That'll take us full at three balls and two strikes. Obviously, it's your old stomping grounds, so. No well, I used people. to work there. I never went there, but worked the after-school care there. That was about it, though. That pitch called strike three. That retires deal for out number one. He's had a strikeout looking and a strikeout swinging. Carter Mize is going to step in. So he's 0 for 1. He was thrown out at first after he. Had a strikeout, but the ball was in the dirt. They threw down to first base and got him. So he will step in, left-handed batter. He was hitting a 345 to start the game off with 20 hits. He's got this season. That one fouled straight back. That'll be no balls and one strike here. In the bottom of the third inning, Outlaws leading 4-1. to one. one out here as we play. 0-1 pitch. That one's going to be a high fly ball. Second baseman going back on it. He's going to grab it just at the edge of the grass for out number two. That's Weemers. 
Now stepping in, designated hitter Hamilton Anderson. He's 0 for 1 with a 3-1 put out. As he'll step in. He has a team leading 21 hits. A 4-0-4 clip to enter the game. Also has a team leading 18 RBIs. And a team leading home run record with four. That one's going to be bobbled and goes into right field, so he's got a two-out single as second baseman came over and missed gloves that, and he will get credit for a two-out single. Really looked like the second baseman got turned around and just... Yeah, it was, it was a hard play anyway. Know, yeah, I don't, I don't know what exactly happened. There, but he just kind of got turned sideways and couldn't get a full glove on it. Center fielder Tommy Reether steps in. He's one for one with a single, infield single, that he beat out earlier. Also made second on a wild pitch. So Anderson at first base has a decent lead over there. Reether, left-handed batter. First pitch, he'll foul that out the other side. That goes over the... Renegades dugout, so Reether will step back in with an 0-1 count. Anderson will lead off at first. No balls, one strike, two outs here. Throw over to first base, Anderson back in time. Outlaws leading 4-1. They Neither team scored in the first, but two runs in the second and two in the third for the Outlaws. One run in the second, and we're still playing here in the bottom of the third for the Renegades. That pitch is going to be a well-hit ball to left field, going back on it to left fielder, and he's going to track it down at the warning track. And Reether hit that one in a hard shot, but cannot get on base with it, as that will be out number three. So no runs, just one hit in the inning, and they strand one on the base path. We'll go to the top of the fourth inning. As you're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. America's veterans have always stepped up and made great sacrifices. But with the COVID-19 crisis, many veterans are struggling to make ends meet or get the care they need. DAV has helped ill and injured veterans for 100 years, but today the need is greater than ever. You can help. Go to DAV.org to help provide critical support to veterans in need or to learn more about DAV's free programs and services supporting veterans. As the COVID-19 vaccines become available, you may be asking yourself, should I get it? Will it help me get back to doing the things I love, like meeting friends or traveling? And can I do it without putting my family at risk? You've got questions, that's normal. So visit GetVaccineAnswers.org for the latest information on the COVID-19 vaccines. Getting back to the moments we miss starts with getting informed. It's up to you. A message brought to you by the Ad Council and the CDC. We go to the top of the fourth inning. As the Renegades trail four to one. And our ball game so far. Line item looks like four runs, six hits, and two errors for the Outlaws. One run, one hit, and one error for the Renegades. As leading off, 
will be top of the order in Lawson Faria, the shortstop. He will lead off for the Outlaws as they'll send hitters one, two, and three to the plate. Then right fielder in Brandon Ulmer will be in the on-deck circle. Left fielder Ethan Ellis due up third. Elsel still on the mound. Four. The Renegades, first pitch called strike one on the outside part of the plate. Faria took a strikeout and has a walk. A one pitch on its way. That one hit him. That's his third hit by pitch tonight. Or third time hitting a batter tonight, I should say. Faria will jog down to first base. It's also the second inning he's had where he hit the first batter. And I think that's going to be the night for Hessel. As Hessel doesn't want to leave, but I say his night is done. Well, he's going to get a good hand from the crowd here at historic Ernie Vivian Field. It's like that new pitcher in the game. Check to see who that is. Looks like that's 26. You are correct. So Xander Lovin will be on the mound. He enters the contest here for the Renegades. He's a sophomore at Northwest Missouri State. He's from Columbia, a 6-foot, 185-pound right-handed pitcher. As he comes on to work here in the top of the fourth inning. He will go through his warm-ups here. We'll get you his line in just a second. He said he is from just up the road at Columbia. He's pitched in four games but has a record of 0-1. Has a 3.37 ERA. He's pitched five in a third innings, had three strikeouts, three walks, and issued seven hits. So he inherits... A 4-1 ball game. The Outlaws have four runs. Renegades have one. So we play here still in the top of the fourth inning. Four runs on six hits and two errors for the Outlaws. One run, one hit, one error for the Renegades. As Brandon Ulmer, the right fielder, he will step in. He is one for two with a infield single and a flyout. To center field, so be a good time for a double play here. Runner's going to go to second, throw down that one offline, and it's going to end up in center field. And we're going to have stolen base followed by a move to third on that errant throw. Number five. Almost say it was a double steal, but it wasn't a double steal in the common sense that we think of as a double steal. 
So it will be a one ball, a no strike count. Nobody out here, runner on third base. That's Faria. Almer digs back in. He'll foul that one straight back. I'll take it to one ball and one strike. As we said, Outlaws leading 4-1. to one. They put together a very solid team this season. Omer will dig back in. 1-1 one, one pitch on its way. That one got him to cut on a low slider. Takes it to one ball, two strikes. Well, he laid it out there and just could not lay off of it. So one-two count. Nobody out. Runner on third base. Next pitch. That one inside. Claro had to slide over to get it. That evens the count of two balls and two strikes. As Levin coming in here in the top of the fourth inning. Two balls, two strikes. Pitch on its way. Swing and a miss. Four strike three. Almer was fooled twice. Got him to go on two pitches that were outside of the zone. Ethan Ellis will step in, the left fielder. He has a single to left field, his last at bat, and a fly out to left field. Also had a stolen base. So Levin looks in, gets the sign he wants. His first offering. Misses outside, ball one. Ellis will dig back in. 1-0 offering from Levin. That one outside, ball two. Faria standing on third base. He was hit by a pitch. Stole second. Ball ended up in center field. He was able to take third on that same play. 2-0 pitch. That one misses outside. Ball three. Kind of the uh, same similar situation we saw with trying to catch the corner of the plate but just can't get these pitches to fall. 3-0 pitch on its way. That one in the dirt gets to the backstop. Clareau cannot glove it, and it'll be a walk and another run scored as Ellis trots on down to first base with a four-pitch walk. And Faria touches home plate on that pass ball. Second baseman Brett Weimer steps in. He's 0 for 2 with a fly out. He's going to hit a hot shot to left field. Coming over is Deal. He'll glove it. Send the runner back to first base without number two. Designated hitter Sam Golden steps in. He is 1 for 1 with an RBI single last inning. Also was hit by a pitch and he also stole a base. Ended up Scoring one of those runs in the second inning. Two outs here, runner on first base. Levin's first pitch. That one misses, ball one. 
Thought that thing just dropped into the strike zone, but I thought it did too. It did not. Oldham was also hit in the face on a. Ooh, that was as that close was a of a close pickoff. throw over to first base. You ready for stolen base number six? As there was an errant throw that caught Golden in that RBI single he had at first base. Caught him on the chin or the cheek. 1-0 count, pitch on its way. That one fouled straight back. So that'll take it to one ball and one strike. Again, Golden was hit by pitch in the second inning, had an RBI single last inning. Levin looks in, gets the sign he wants. Throw over to first base. Again, close play. Ellis still able to get back on the bag. That one wasn't as close as the previous throw over to first. 1-1 one, one pitch in the dirt. There's Grab number six. The stolen base. I can tell you before they steal, they have to at least have one strike on the board. So two balls, one strike, two outs here. Outlaws leading five to one. Levin looks the runner down at second base. Still looking him down. Now the two-one pitch, swing and a miss. The ball was upstairs, but got Golden to pull the trigger. That even set it two balls and two strikes. We play here top of the first inning. A one spot put up by the Outlaws. The 2-2 pitch from Levin on its way. That one's going to be hit into right field. Coming over on it. Making the grab is Dell for out number three. Well, they were able to score one run. In the inning, so the Outlaws extend their lead to 5-1. to one. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Crooked teeth may embarrass kids whose families can't afford braces. And trying to fix their teeth themselves can make things worse. Luckily, there's Donated Orthodontic Services, a program from the American Association of Orthodontists. For children and teens who qualify and are matched with a volunteer orthodontist, treatment can be life-changing and help them smile with confidence. Learn more at aaoinfo.org. COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines, and they are the first step that lets us get back to the things we miss most, like spreading the word without spreading concern, girls tripping instead of solo sipping, and talking smack with a side of mac and cheese. It's okay to have questions about COVID-19 vaccines. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision when COVID-19 vaccines are available to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. We go to the bottom of the fourth inning. Renegades trailing 5-1. to one. Smell the grill fired up. 
Still time for you to get out to the ballpark here at Historic Ernie Vivian Field. Get yourself something from the concession stand and watch a little baseball. Leading off will be hitters 5, 6, and 7. That'll be shortstop Colin Demmel. He flew out to center field in his only a bat of the night. He will lead off. Right fielder David Dell will be in the on-deck circle. Then Ben Burton, second baseman, will be due up. First offering, that one in the dirt. Ball one as Demmel digs in right-handed batter. Outlaws again finding ways to score runs. They lead 5-1 to one now. It's going to be a chopper. It's going to go foul down the third base line. So I'll leave in the count. At one ball and one strike. So Demel digs back in. And his team trailing by four now at five to one. O'Brien's next offering. That one misses low. Ball two. Two balls, one strike. Nobody out here is... Demel is the first batter here in the inning. 2-1 pitch. That one inside part of the plate for called strike two. That takes us even at two balls and two strikes. Demel digs back in. 2-2 pitch. Swing and a miss for strike number three. Stepping in now will be right fielder David Dell. He took a walk. He had an eight-pitch walk after taking it full. But he was able to get on first base with that walk issued. Took O'Brien very deep in the pitch count there. So Dell steps back in the right-handed batter's box. First pitch to him. He's going to hit. A little number off the end of the bat going out as the second baseman. He'll be called off, and the right fielder comes in and makes the grab for out number two. So second baseman Ben Burton, he was uh, safe at first base with a single, his only at bat, so he's one for one. Took that into right field on a full count pitch. He will dig in. His team trailing by four at five to one. First offering from O'Brien. That one called strike one. No balls, one strike. Two outs here as we play bottom of the fourth. Next offering, swing and a miss for strike number two. Renegades are just getting shut down right now. They've not been able to produce a lot of offense lately. So the 0-2 pitch on its way. And that's going to be a chopper that's going to be fielded by the shortstop. He'll glove it, sidearm it to first in time for the 6-3 put out. And that is three up and three down. No runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on. As we go to the top of the fifth inning, Renegades trail. At 5-1. to one. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. 
There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. This is my husband, Alex Hesse. Alex is about two weeks away from coming home. And I stopped on the bomb. Lost some legs from the left hand in an explosion. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. DAV helps veterans and their families get the benefits they've earned. Look at that smile! You did it! Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Have some changes here for the Renegades as Andrew Patton will military life can have us step on the mound again. Sorry, trying to do too many things at once. We're trying to pick up all those changes. So Andrew Patton will be on the mound for the Renegades behind home plate. First time we've seen him behind home plate is Caden. Deal, so he comes in from his left field spot to catch. I think we did see Deal catch one have. time, but has Patton ever pitched before? I don't remember it, to be honest. I can tell you here in one second. Renegades are very open to their versatility. A lot of, I guess you could call them two-way stars. A lot of pitchers, a lot of hitters. So he has pitched in one game. Well, one league game, one non-league game. We saw a whole plethora of pitchers in the non-league game against the J.C. Legends. As first pitch will be on its way. That one in there for called strike one as Jeb Jenkins, the first baseman at bat. So Patton has pitched in two games. He has a 3.00 ERA, three innings pitch, two strikeouts, one walk, three hits. That one will be fouled off. So Jenkins will be down in the count at... Oh, and two. With Deal now behind the plate, we'll see how he fares with the Outlaws as they like to run crazy. They already have six stolen bases tonight. We'll see if he has any better luck. Clorode has done a great job behind the plate, but he hasn't able to get any out tonight. But we'll see if Deal can change then. That one finally cut off. them down. That one fell off, so we'll stay at 0 and 2. So Deal will come in. From left field to catch, and then going out to left field, field will be Brady Voss. That's going to be a bouncing ball. That one also hit foul. So Brady Voss steps in at left field. I think that's all the changes. All that I can see. So still an 0-2 count here. That one fouled out as well. That off the net's going to trickle over by us. So still an 0-2 count as Patton in, in relief here. 
That one's going to be a bouncing ball hit to Denoyer at third base. He'll glove it, throw over to first in time. That is out number one. That was a five to three put out. So now stepping in will be third baseman Cade Lott. He flew out to center field his first at bat, got a single, then was thrown out at home as he tried to go in for two RBI. That one's a high fly ball to left field. Voss goes back and makes the grab at the warning track for a quick out number two. First pitch, a long out. Catcher Kalen Protaski will step in. He has an RBI double on the night and also been hit by pitch. Patton looking to make this a 1-2-3 inning. Which would be great to see. We haven't seen a lot of that. First offering. That one inside part of the plate for called strike one. Wow, for not a normal everyday pitcher. That was a pretty great curveball right there. Yeah, it came out of the box over the plate. Outlaws leading 5-1. to one. Next pitch, swing and a miss. That is strike number two. Patton trying to make a one, two, three inning here. Send us to the bottom of the fifth inning if he can do so. The 0-2 pitch. Forthcoming, two outs. Swing and a miss. They're going to say... Double check to make sure they called it, and they do, and they confirm that he went around, so that will be a 1-2-3 inning. There's no runs, no hits, no errors, and nobody left on. We'll go to the bottom of the fifth inning as Renegades trail by a score of 5-1. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. Military life can have its challenges, but sometimes veteran life brings more. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I'm Greg Gatson, Army veteran. DAV helps veterans and their families get the benefits they've earned. Today, I'm an entrepreneur, photographer, and public speaker, and I never tire of standing tall. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories, great and small. My victory is just being the best that I can be. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Extinction is forever. To save America's most iconic and imperiled species from extinction, we must fight for their future. Fight to save the natural lands that wildlife call home. Fight to limit pollution. Fight for smart development. Fight for their future. And fight for ours. For so goes nature, so goes us. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning. As still on the mound, Jack O'Brien for the Outlaws. He'll get a couple more pitches here. As Seth Denoyer will be in the on-deck circle. So Seth Denoyer 
has a sacrifice fly to right field, but he gets credit for that RBI as that gives the only run for the game so far as the Outlaws lead 5-1. to one. Mr. HBP Brady Voss, he is in the on-deck circle. First pitch, that one downstairs, ball one to Denoyer. One ball, no strikes. The count from O'Brien. That one fouled off and comes back here to the net. There's a net there. My wife's sitting beside me, and she was ducking and covering for her life. So one ball, one strike to count here. Nobody out as Denoyer, the leadoff batter here in the bottom of the fifth inning. First pitch. Next pitch, rather, on its way. That one called strike. Two, one ball, two strikes. As you're listening just after 8.30 here on the Show Me Sports Network. One-two pitch on its way, swing and a miss. For strike number three. Lake Gazawa here with you, joined by Grayson Smith here on the Show Me Sports Network, the exclusive home for Renegades Baseball and the Renegades Radio Network. And stepping in now, left fielder who checked in last inning, Brady Voss. Voss steps in. He's from Lake St. Louis, Missouri. Six foot, 175 pounder, right hander across the board, a sophomore at Missouri ST. He has 12 hit by pitches. First pitch outside, ball one. He's leading the Mink League, if not a record for that. Also leading the team with hit-by-pitches. The one thing Hamilton Anderson isn't leading in. That one's going to be a chopper. Goes down the third base line. So that'll even the count at one ball and one strike. Yeah, Voss just has a magnet apparently attached to his left elbow. That's most of the hit-by-pitches have been on that left elbow. He's got a pad there. He's going to foul that one off. He has that guard on the left elbow. That's where most of the hit-by-pitches have come. He also had two in the back of the helmet one evening. Had at least one, if not two, in the back right in the middle of that six he wears. One-two pitch, that one. It's going to be a high fly ball hit to left field. That's not going to leave the park. Going back on it, left fielder will make the grab head high for out number two. So that will be the second out of the inning. Now back to the top of the lineup in left fielder, now catcher in Caden Deal. He is 0 for 2 with a strikeout looking and a strikeout swinging. So he'll step in. He said started in left field. Now he's been put behind the plate in the catcher role. First pitch to him, well outside, ball one. We play here bottom of the fifth inning. Renegades trailing to the Outlaws 5-1. to one. He'll show Bunt. Pulls it back. Is that ball low? Four ball two. Two balls, no strikes. As five runs, six hits, two errors for the Outlaws. One run, one, one hit, and two errors for the Renegades. O'Brien looks in, 2-0 count. Next offering. That one's going to be found back. That'll take it to two balls and one strike. 
Carter Mize, the first baseman, he's standing in the on-deck circle. O'Brien trying to wrap up his fifth inning to work as he gets the start for the Outlaws. Two-one pitch. That one called strike two. And the fans didn't agree with that. And big hole growing from the fans behind us. Well, evens a count of two balls and two strikes, two outs here. We work to the bottom of the fifth. There's going to be a chopper. It's going to get through. And he's going to be standing at first base with a two-out single to left field. Diving try by the third baseman and the shortstop, neither of which could come up with it. Carter Mize digs in. He's 0 for 2. And the strikeout in the dirt, throw over to first, got him, and a flyout to the shortstop in shallow right field. He's second on the team with his hitting percentage. Two outs here, runner on first base. O'Brien takes a deep breath. First pitch outside, ball one. Carter Mize named our Show Me Sports Network Athlete of the Week from the first week of the season. So it's almost got it a little late, but he had it from his play then. First pitch swung on and missed. That evens a count of one ball and one strike. He had a nice little plaque he got to uh, take home and yeah, did you make that? That was that was really nice. That uh, that was a custom made plaque. You're absolutely right. I made that. He also gets the cut in line for the next uh, after game meal. So that one fouled off. That makes it one ball and one strike. Said I I told him and told the team when we when I presented it that uh, didn't have a whole lot of things that comes with, but you get the nice plaque and you get the cut in line and. They all agreed that was A-OK. That sounded like two good things. So. Yeah, that's definitely a prize that I would want. And they made him give a speech. So <laughs> so the one ball, two strike count from O'Brien. That next pitch will be on its way. Teal is going to steal for second. And they're going to have a bad Ooh. throw into center field. So he's going to get up, but probably wisely does not go to third base. So he's going to get a stolen base. Man, if that was not a bad throw, he would have been dead in the water. But he was lucky the pitcher just kind of pulled his arm a little too far and threw it to the left side of him, got away from the shortstop. And Deal got lucky making it into second base. He's giving the outlaws a taste of their own medicine. Yeah, he tried he tried to, to go but just went a little early as O'Brien just takes so long as he looks in and gets his feet set. He rocks him back and forth, and he makes his pitch. So one-two pitch, that one swinging a miss. Four strike, number three, and that will end the inning. So they were unable to score any runs, but did leave one runner on the base path as we'll go to the top of the sixth inning as the Outlaws five, the Renegades one. We'll pause and be back as you're listening to exclusive coverage, Renegades baseball, here on the Show Me Sports Network. To me, the most important thing about being in the human race isn't winning. It's participating, living life to the fullest, Emphasis on living. This is what makes life, life. Yet how much of life are we willing to miss out on? Untreated hearing loss affects our mobility. It increases the risk of falls by 50%. Good hearing health is essential to staying engaged and doing what we love. Hear well and stay vital. Get a hearing health check every year. 
after I came home from Iraq, I could still hear the booms. Makes it hard to be a good mom. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I'm Naomi Mathis, Air Force veteran. DAV helps veterans get the benefits they've earned. Thanks to DAV, I was able to begin to heal. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. My victory is being able to be here for my children. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. Well, we see a new temporary catcher in the game. Dawson Schumann now catching some balls from Andrew Patton. As Deal was getting his gear back on, we said, seen him, I think, just one time this season behind the plate, but. I think Schumann was wearing Alec LaRoe's helmet to catch. Yeah, I believe he was. I'm sure they only have a couple of those, but it's uh, good to see him out after he took that injury a couple weeks ago. He's playing third and had a tough thrower to first and went down with a shoulder issue, and he's been able to get rest and get it iced and get back out here. So stepping in will be center fielder in Drake Anderson. He is two for two with two RBI singles. That's a 5-1 to one lead for the Outlaws. First pitch from Patton. Swing and a miss. Might have caught a seam on it, but either way, it's strike one. Patton's doing a fabulous job here coming on in relief effort. There's strike called strike two. Yeah, he was able to get a 1-2-3 inning last inning. And like I said earlier, not a typical pitcher. Mo- most mostly plays the outfield, but he's done a stellar job so far tonight. O2 pitch on its way. That one upstairs. Ball one. Yeah, we'll we'll say we've talked about it at least a couple times about the versatility of these Renegades players and playing multiple positions. And this is a good case right here as Patton has played in the outfield most of the season. We've seen him on the infield, I think, once. It's gonna be a little blooper hit foul down the first base line. We've seen him at least one game where he came in and played on the infield, but usually he plays out in the outfield. We've seen him pitch now a couple of times. We've seen Deal play in the outfield. We've seen him play in the infield, and now we've seen him play behind home plate. So he'll throw down the signs for Patton. Patton will shake it off. Now he'll get what he's looking for quickly with the pitch. And there's another ball foul. So we'll do the one-two pitch again. Decent crowd has made their way out to the ballpark this evening. Here on this beautiful night at historic Ernie Vivian Field. 1-2 pitch on its way. That one fouled into the net in front of us. So we'll do the 1-2 pitch again. Umpire calling for more baseballs. So Patton trying to get the first out of the inning after he went 1-2-3. And 5-3 put out, a fly out to left field, and a strikeout in the previous inning. His first inning to work on the mound. He'll shake off the first sign, now gets what he's looking for. 1-2 pitch, that one again foul. That one over near the dugout of the Outlaws. 
This will be pitch number eight of the at-bat. Patton shrugs off the signs. Still not getting what he wants now. He's got it. He's locked in. One-two pitch on its way. That one's going to be hit a mile high in the air, but it's going to stay in the infield and coming over and making the grab is Burton. I I completely lost that ball. I thought it was a foul ball. Instead of looking towards second base, I was looking straight up in the sky. Well, I only knew where it was going based on the uh, guess from where everybody else was initially looking from, but you're right. It's hard to tell as that thing went up in a hurry now top of the lineup. And Lawson Faria, the shortstop, first pitch to him, fouls it off. He has a strikeout, a walk, and a hit-by-pitch. So Faria down in the count at 0-1. Patton's next offering. That's going to be a hard-hit ball into right field for a single. Dell able to track it down, but it'll send Faria at first base. So Brandon Ulmer, the right fielder, he has a single, infield single, a fly out to center field and a strikeout in his game tonight. Outlaws looking for now steal number seven. They now have a runner on the base pass and Faria. And we might see Adil get his first chance. That one called strike one. Oh, you know what I do remember? The one time Dio did catch, he had a ball come right over here towards us, and he turned his back and just chucked it towards second base and got the runner out. I do remember that now. It was a fantastic play. Yeah, you're right. I, I kind of vaguely remember that, too. 0-1 pitch. It's going to be a hard-hit ball into center field. Coming over, making the running grab. They have a chance for a double play, but the throw not going to be there in time as Reether. Doing a great job. In center field, was checking to make sure that wasn't boss, but that's Reether tracking it down. He made a running grab going to his left, and he gets that out. Number two, left fielder Ethan Ellis steps in. He flew out to left field, had a single left field, and walked and has two stolen bases. How many pitches before Faria takes off for second base? First pitch. That one called strike one. Well, we've seen all game. We haven't seen it. Well, I don't remember from the last game. They do not steal in the first pitch, though. How many uh, pitches do you think we'll see before they take off for second here with Faria? I'm going to go with two more. Well, never mind. That one hit high in the air, but shallow left field coming in, making the grab for out number three is Voss. So despite giving up, the one-out single, Patton is able to get out of it. So we will go to the bottom of the sixth inning. It's still a 5-1 score. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. I left the military with a traumatic brain injury. I came home to fight depression, anxiety, 
and alcohol. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. I'm Madam Greathouse, Army veteran. DAV helps veterans get the benefits they've earned. With DAV's help, I've built a new life for myself. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. My victory is just experiencing life. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. If you are struggling to afford your internet bills during the pandemic, there's a temporary government program that may be able to help. It's called the Emergency Broadband Benefit, and it provides up to a $50 monthly discount on your broadband bill to qualifying households. Find more information about the program, including if you qualify and how to enroll at FCC.gov slash broadband benefit or call toll free at 833-511-0311. That's 833-511-0311. So we go to the bottom of the sixth inning here as the Outlaw still leading five to one. They have five runs on seven hits, two errors. One run, two hits, and two errors for the Renegades. So leading off will be designated hitter in Hamilton Anderson. He is one for two. Empire says turn the music off, so now they're ready. Anderson, first pitch from O'Brien, that outside. Ball one. Tommy Reether will be in the on-deck circle. He had that. Great grab in center field. And shortstop Colin Dimmel up next. There's going to be a chopper that's fouled on the first baseline. So I'll leave her count at one ball and one strike. O'Brien still on the mound in his sixth inning of work. He's really held these renegades in check tonight. Yeah, he struggled early, but he's just been sending them down left and right lately. 1-1 offering. That's a high fly ball. Going to be hit towards shallow center field. Going back on it, making the grab is Anderson. So Anderson puts out to Anderson for out number one. So Mize will. Sorry, wrong one there. Tommy Reether steps in. Looking at one thing, reading something else. So Tommy Reether steps in. He is one for two, has a single and a fly out. To left field, he'll show bunt. Ball way outside. Catcher doing a little spin move to catch that one. Yeah, he pirouetted on his knees there. As Protaski had to go way outside to get that. Reether ahead in the count at 1-0. Oh. Next pitch, he'll foul that one off. That was headed towards Colin Dimmel in the on-deck circle. That'll take us to an even count at one ball and one strike. One out here in the bottom of the sixth inning. Renegades trail. Five to one. One-one pitch on its way. That one upstairs, ball two. So two balls, one strike here. Two-one offering on its way. That one outside, ball three. Reether looking to possibly take a walk here, most importantly get on base. As the Renegades trying to cut down this outlaw lead, that's four runs. 
Next pitch, that one fouled off the catcher, off his hand, so he's going to shake that one off a little bit. It's off that left hand that he has his catcher's mitt on. Looked like it caught him right on the bottom part of the hand, right near his pinky. So we'll go full at three balls and two strikes now. One out here. Reether again digs in on that left-hand side of the plate. He'll open his stance up a little bit, kick that right leg towards first base. Now he'll even it up with the pitch. He's going to hit off the end of the bat into right field, so he'll have a one-out single as he hit it just on the button on the end of the bat, and he'll be at first base. As shortstop Colin Demmel steps in now. He has a strikeout and a fly out to center field. He steps in with one out. And a runner on first base, that's Reether. Demo will windmill the bat a couple times. Now he'll get it cocked and loaded by his right ear. O'Brien gets the sign, there's the first pitch. And that one's going to be hit a mile in the air. Coming in shallow left field. Left fielder can't find it, and he makes the grab at last minute. I couldn't find it either. That is just luck right there. Guess I'd rather be lucky than good, but he literally just happened to be standing right underneath it. And what caught it located it about three foot above his head, and it just fell in his glove. But either way, whether it's luck or skill, it is out number two. Right fielder David Dell will step in. He's had a walk and a fly out to the shortstop. So he's 0 for 1 on the night. First pitch to him, swing and a miss. Strike one. Reether down on first base. You think the odds are he's going to steal here? I mean, he's not a slow guy, so I mean, possibly, especially with two outs, but we'll see. Maybe on the two strikes he might. Throw over to first base. Reether back in time. That's why I'm on this side of the fence and not coaching, because I think I would have been sending him there. <laughs> Definitely would have got picked off. O'Brien looks in. A one pitch, forthcoming. Reether is going to go to second base, and they'll throw down. And the throw is offline. It's going to go in center field, and Tommy will stay at second base. I think that's his second stolen base of the night. Uh, he had he reached second on a wild pitch. Oh, you're right. Second time making it to second base. That's right. That's right. But we were on the same wavelength as thought he should go, and he did. Pitch was a strike, though, for Dell, so he's got to protect the plate at 0-2. Two outs here. Reether on second base now. O'Brien will check the runner on second. Now there's the pitch. And a little blooper is going to go into right field, and it's going to go into the right corner. And it should be a scoring play as Dell will be at second base. There we go. And he'll get an RBI double as Reether will score from second. And Dell... Hits a double into the right field corner 
And that scores one as it cuts that lead from four to three. As we now sit at five runs for the Outlaws, two runs for the Renegades. That's exactly what the Renegades needed. I mean, Demo just kind of slapped that ball in the right field. And I mean, if that's what gets this Renegade, what I cannot speak at the moment. If that's what gets these Renegades rolling, then that's perfect. I mean, not even just for scoreboard wise, just mentally, just trying to get them get more runs on the board. If this, this can get them going, then it's going to be a big break for the Renegades. Well, second baseman Ben Burton steps in. He's one for two with a single to right field and a six-three putout. He's one that we know can do some damage with two outs, which is what he'll have when he steps to the plate. Runner on second base. That's Dell with that RBI double. O'Brien looks in here as we play in the bottom of the sixth inning. Burton digs in from the right-hand side of the plate. O'Brien's first offering. That one's outside, ball one. You think this is O'Brien's last hitter either way it goes? I think this is definitely his last inning. I don't know. He might have one, could have another batter or two. Depending on how, how much longer this inning goes, right. Burton can get on. Depends on how many pitches Burton takes here. That one's to the wall, and Reether will jog down to third base. So he will be at, or sorry, that's Burton down to third base with the wild pitch. So that one got his catcher crossed up to O'Brien. One thought they were going zig, and the other one was going zag. That does even the count. So two outs here, runner on third base, that's Dell. Dell having the RBI double, that scored Reether. Not sure what the home plate umpire was saying over towards the Outlaws dugout. So Burton steps back in, one ball, one strike, two outs here, runner on third base. One one offering. That one outside. Ball two. I think you're right though on O'Brien. This has got to be close to his last at batter that he will see probably tonight. Two one offering. That one in the dirt. Ball three. Don't see, I see somebody warming up down in the bullpen for the Outlaws. But it looks like they're just playing catch there, trying to get loosened up. So 3-1 offering to Burton, forthcoming. 3-1 pitch. That one upstairs walked him. So it'll be a five-pitch walk. And Burton will be standing on first base. Dell still over at third base after reaching third on that wild pitch. Third baseman Seth DeNoyer. He has a strikeout and also a sack fly with an RBI. So he steps in. Be a good chance for him to possibly tie the ball game up here. 
If he could launch one over the fence. Two outs here, two on. I wouldn't complain with just one more run. Burton has a healthy lead at first. That one on the outside part of the plate for strike one. Denoyer will dig back in. Right-handed batter. A one pitch from O'Brien forthcoming. Swing and a miss. He was trying to tie the game up there. Strike two. So that'll take it. No balls and two strikes. Two outs here. Brady Voss. He is in the on-deck circle. Denoyer down in the count at 0-2. That one swinging a miss in the dirt. And they're going to say he's out at first. And that will end the inning. But the Renegades were able to score one run. They now trail 5-2. to two. We'll pause and be back. You're listening to exclusive coverage. Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. We worked our whole lives to save, just to spend it on time. With these two, filling buckets of memories. This is what makes life, life. Yet how much of life are we willing to miss out on? Because even mild hearing loss doubles our risk of dementia. Yes, dementia. Good hearing health is essential to staying engaged and doing what we love. Hear well and stay vital. Get a hearing health check every year. Chris Domine is a husband, father, an athlete, even an Iron Man. But 10 years ago, Chris's kidneys were failing. The doctor said, if you don't get a kidney transplant, you are going to die. Chris received a second chance, made possible by an organ donor. Your well-being changes from loss of hope to better times ahead. What could you make possible as an organ, eye, and tissue donor? Leave behind the gift of life. Go to organdonor.gov, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. We'll go to the top of the seventh inning as the Outlaws lead 5-2. Renegades were able to plate one run there and cut that lead from 4-3. to three. Five runs on seven hits and two errors for the Outlaws. Two runs, four hits, and two errors for the Renegades. As leading off the top of the seventh inning, second baseman Brett Weemers. He is 0 for 3 with a ball caught in foul territory by Mize. Then a strikeout and a flyout to left field. Renegades still have... Andrew Patton on the mound, wearing number three, pitching his third inning. His first pitch is lined to Ben Burton for out number one. So one pitch, one out for Andrew Patton. That was a laser. Yes, it was, right off the nose. Now stepping in, designated hitter Sam Golden. He's been hit by pitch, had an RBI single and a fly out to right field. Golden wearing number 40, batting on the right-hand side. And his first pitch, hit by pitch, right between the numbers on his back. His first pitch is taken for a ball. 
Golden, one of the many players tonight to have a stolen base. I kind of lost track. I think they're at either six or seven so far. Next pitch is taken for strike one. They do have six indeed. That's what I thought. Six stolen bases for the Outlaws then. Haven't had any in the last two innings because they haven't been able to get on base. We'll hope it stays that way as Andrew Patton's done a great job. Great curveball, completely fooled Golden. Looked like it was going to hit him, just <laughs> dives right in for a strike. Yeah, Golden was turning his back to take another hit by pitch between the four and the zero on his jersey, and he turns around to face a one-two count with that called a strike. So he taps his foot, wiggles his bat. Umpire's going to call time as Deal and Patton are trying to connect, get the right pitch to hopefully get Golden out. So there's a 1-2 count on him with one out. Patton gets a sign. He delivers, and that's going to be foul ball right into the bullpen of the Outlaws. Not sure what the umpire was saying there. I think he's asking for three balls when next time they bring some out. He wants three. Gotcha. Golden has a one-two count. Patton delivers, and it's another curveball. It's going to be fouled straight back. Patton's done a good job of getting these hitters off balance and making them foul them off. He has shown a great curveball so far. Pretty much fooled hitters. It fooled Golden. Just a few pitches ago. Still the one-two pitch on Golden. He's going to swing and hit a high fly ball. That's going deep towards the scoreboard. And it's over the scoreboard as Golden's going to hit a solo home run off Andrew Patton. And that thing is gone forever. Yeah, that was, uh, so it says 375 out there, so I'm thinking it's about three, we'll say 365 where the scoreboard is, and they <laughs> <laughs> have delayed fireworks. Uh, don't think that's for the <laughs> right team. Somebody set off some fireworks in the background. <laughs> you know, at this point, nothing would surprise me from the outlaws. I would not put it past them to have somebody back there with fireworks. I would, I would. Be shocked nonetheless if they didn't organize that. First baseman Jeb Jenkins will step in. I love how it's just one singular firework. Also, as Jenkins fouls the first pitch off for that's, strike one. That's what I'm saying. I would be surprised if they don't have somebody back there, or uh, or it was a, it was a malfunction that the person who's running those just knew it was a home run and they didn't <laughs> know which team it was or thought it was the Renegades. I just delayed one single firework. That's pretty funny. Next pitch on Jenkins is taken high for ball two. So it's a 2-1 count on Jenkins. Patton got a quick out number one. Giving up a solo home run. He's up to his third batter of the inning. Next pitch is taken for a ball to make it a 3-1 count. Outlaws now lead by four. They have a 6-2 lead. 
Next pitch from Patton is a good curveball. Just inside. Umpire didn't really say anything, but that's going to be a five-pitch walk. Patton running into a little bit of a jam here. What I was starting to say before we got sidetracked on the the, the single lone firework was estimate that to be about 380-footer. That thing was crushed. It went right over the Ernie Vivian Field sign over the scoreboard. I thought it was going to hit it. just went straight over right by the tree. Yeah, that's got to be about, it was about 20 foot over the wall. I think that thing was crushed. First pitch is going to be lined in the left for a base hit. I didn't catch the name of who was up to bat, but he that hits a little chopper to left for Cade a base Lott, hit. the third baseman. Sorry, allergies are kicking up. God bless you. So Lott hits the first pitch single. Sorry to interrupt. It'll be catcher and Kaylin Protaski at bat. Protaski wearing number 22, batting on the right side. As Patton's in a little bit of a jam now. He got the first pitch, one pitch, one out. But now he's giving up a home run. And he's got two runners on base now. As he's going to hit ball to Burton. He's going to go for two. That's just going to be the out at second base, so you can only get one. So Protowski grounds out to Burton on the fielder's choice, the second base. So now there are runners on first and third. Now stepping in, Drake. Anderson, the center fielder. So runners on first and third now for Anderson. He's batting on the left side. He shakes his bat off his shoulder, up and down. First pitch from Patton is good breaking ball for strike one. Patton to, looking to limit the damage. Only one run scored, but he has two runners on. Next pitch is grounded up the middle, and that's going to be a base hit, and that's going to be another run scored for the Outlaws. As Anderson... Moves the catcher, Protaski, to second base. Runs scores. That's now 7-2 Outlaws. do need to correct myself here. I said Anderson, but it's actually Angeron. I either had a tie. I swear that's what the roster said was Angeron or Anderson. So I apologize. I've been calling him the wrong name all night, but it's actually Drake Angeron. So he has that RBI single. Now back to the top of the lineup in Lawson Faria. So Angeron gets a... RBI base hit up the middle. So two runs have scored so far in the outlaw for the Outlaws here in the seventh inning. Runners on first and second for Faria. He takes first pitch for a strike. Patton has been fighting hard on the mound. Yeah, he had a good first two innings. He got a quick first out in this inning. He's just kind of struggled so far as he's given up few base hits. He gave up a solo home run to Golden. Now he faces right-handed hitter in Faria. As that pitch is skied high and deep to right field. And making the catch is Dell. And that will be the third out of the inning. Patton gets out of the jam 
It gives up two runs on a solo home run and an RBI base hit up the middle. So Outlaws now lead 7-2 as we go into the bottom of the seventh inning. We're going to go into the seventh inning stretch. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. There's just something about music that stirs the soul, makes us crank it, let go and come alive. This is what makes life, life, right? Yet what if too much of a good thing today could make us miss out on life tomorrow? One in five American teenagers now has some type of hearing loss. Loud noise is the most common cause. And these days, we're plugged in louder and longer than ever. Let's hear for life. Turn the volume down. Roxanne Watson is on a mission to have more people sign up as organ, eye, and tissue donors. What drives her? Roxanne received a heart transplant made possible by an organ donor. I decided that day to devote myself to signing up the most people in the United States. (laughs) That's my goal. Now she's a powerful force for good. What could you make possible as an organ, eye, and tissue donor? Leave behind the gift of life. Go to organdonor.gov. U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. New pitcher in the game for the Joplin Outlaws as they have Masayuki Mawahashi. He is from Japan. He throws right and he is a sophomore at Highland CC. We saw him in the last game against the Renegades. He's pitched two games so far. He's thrown three innings with one strikeout, one walk, and no hits. I talked about it last game against the Outlaws. He has, just like a lot of Japanese players have, they have the unique leg kick as they are trained to do so, make him pitch profoundly. Yeah, he uh, looked very impressive two nights ago. He's working with a five-run lead as the Joplin Outlaws lead the Jefferson City Renegades by 5-7-2 as we're in the bottom of the seventh inning. We have left fielder for tonight in Brady Voss. He took over for Deal, who is now catching for tonight's game. It took over for Caloro, who started the game behind the plate. Voss is 0-for-1 with a long fly ball to left field that was out number two two innings ago. So Voss is up to bat, batting right-handed. She goes against Marahashi. First pitch is taken low for ball one. Renegades looking to do some damage as they're still losing by five as Voss takes strike one. The fans didn't agree with that call. No, they did not. Next pitch from Marahashi is right down the middle for strike two. Well, nothing new on point streak. Griffins are playing the Bombers. Des Moines playing the A's. Nothing new there. Still says 0-0. They're still in pregame. It's been the longest pregame I think I've ever seen. 
Yeah, it just says pregame around 7 o'clock, but it happens to be 9.15 now. His so next pitch is taken for a ball for Voss. So I'll make it 2-2 two and two on Brady Voss, the left fielder. Next pitch from Marahashi is fouled on the hands. Straight back for, well, still strike two. Boss steps back in, moves his bat, moves it up and down. Marahashi delivers. Next pitch is rung up. Late call from the umpire. Lots of groans from the home crowd. So that's going to be strike or strikeout number one for Marahashi in the first out of the inning for the Outlaws. Back to the top of the lineup will go as Caden Deal, left fielder, and then move to catcher tonight's game. He has... Two strikeouts, a one of each kind, and a single left field to stolen base as well. So Deal stepping in from the left side. He shows bunt, but takes first pitch for a ball. Next pitch from Marahashi. He tries shows or he shows bunt again, but he takes strike one. So I'll be making a 1-1 count on Caden Deal, the catcher for tonight's game, who filled in for Al Claro. Next pitch from Marahashi is swinging a miss from Deal. And I don't know if Claro left the game just to try to shake things up or if he left because he did have that, uh, that one pitch that, that caught him on the uh, leg that, not sure. So one two count on Caden Dio. He takes high for ball two. <laughs> I forgot Marahashi. Sometimes when he pitches aggressively, his hat likes to fall off. He has a good amount of hair, and that hat doesn't quite fit tight on his head. So I'll make it two and two. Next pitch delivered is going to be a high fly ball in the deep left field. Left fielder has a beat on it, and he's going to make the catch for out number two. So two quick outs by the Renegades. Carter Mize will step in now. First baseman, he is 0 for 3 with a strikeout, a fly out to shallow center field, and also uh, had a strikeout swinging that was a dropped ball. They got thrown down to first base. Carter Mize will be in the on-deck circle. So Mize up to bat, Anderson in the on-deck circle. Next first pitch is taken down and away for ball one. Mize playing first base tonight. Wearing number 18. Next pitch, he's going to break his bat. It's going to fly towards the second baseman. That's a basement. good bat. <laughs> and that's going to be out number three. I think that was my favorite bat he had. Well, it is. That thing is splintered almost from top to bottom, just straight down the core. So, Renegades go down in order. One, two, three. They scored no runs, no hits. They're still losing by five against the Outlaws. We head to the top of the eighth inning. You're listening to 
Exclusive coverage of the Jefferson City Renegades here on the Show Me Sports Network. A few years ago, Steve Faircow's lungs were failing. I don't think I had more than a couple weeks to live. That's when Steve received a lung transplant made possible by an organ donor. Now Steve can do things he never imagined, like climbing 94 floors to the top of a skyscraper. I never knew that breathing could feel this good. It's an incredible gift. What could you make possible as an organ, eye, and tissue donor? Leave behind the gift of life. Go to organdonor.gov, U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Health Resources and Services Administration. Performing on stage takes mental and physical preparation. But one thing I never thought to prepare for was cervical cancer. 91% of cervical cancers are caused by the human papillomavirus, or HPV. The good news is there are vaccines that can protect you or your children from cancer. I survived my cancer, but you can stop cancer before it starts. Talk to your doctor and go to thinkaboutthelink.org to learn more. Well, I was about to start singing. I love this song, but a great time for seeing is Renegades are losing by five still against the Outlaws. Well, they'll send the Outlaws will send right fielder and Brandon Ulmer to the plate. He is one for four with two flyouts to center field. A strikeout does have a single and a stolen base. We still have Andrew Patton on the mound. He's going in for his fourth inning of work so far. He's pitched a pretty good game. He had a rough outing last inning, but he was able to get out of it quickly as he only gave up two runs. So I lost third base coach is finally making it back out there. Outlaws showed they like to be late. Saw that with the firework. Usually it's fireworks, but no, it was just firework. I'm telling you, I would not nothing would shock me at this point if after the game we find out that was a uh, firework put off by them, I would say, I told you, and I knew it all along. So there's a 2-0 count. Penn's next pitch is taking high for a strike. Good, pet, good pitch on the outer corner. So I'll make it 2-1. Shakes his bat around. He gets the pitch he wants. Patton delivers. And it's a high little blooper into left field. But Demo's going to be out there to make the catch for out number one. Kind of got him crossed up. Was just sliced it off the side of the bat. Now stepping in will be Brett Weimer, second baseman. He is 0 for 4. Has a fly out in foul territory. Has a strikeout. A fly out to left field. And popped out to the second baseman. We were batting on the right side, wearing number 17. He gets set in. He moves his hands. Patton gets the pitch he wants. He delivers. And that's going to be taken high by the face. Strike, or excuse me, ball one. Swimmer steps back in. Steps back. I cannot speak tonight. Next pitch from Patton is a strike. All right, let's try this again. Weimer steps back, back, 
in. <laughs> Words are tough. Penn shakes him off. Waits to get the pitch he wants from Deal. Now it's his head. He delivers. And that's a crushed ball out to left field. Voss is chasing after it. He makes a leaping catch at the wall. What an outstanding play by Brady Voss. Where's the firework for that? He deserves one for that. It looked like he almost just robbed a home run. He just leaped straight in the air and brought it back down. I mean, left fielders have been playing great tonight. That was an outstanding play. That was good, yeah. That's he, out number two. He made that uh, exciting, to say the least. Making his home crowd happy after trailing right now. Brett Weimers, he'll step in. He's 0-4. First pitch is down for ball one. I think Weimers just batted. I think I, I told you wrong. That was Ethan Ellis, actually, who was who was up. This is Weimers. All right, so Ellis was robbed by Voss. This here is Weimers, who also bats on the right side. He wears number nine. Misread my, my book here. It's all good. I couldn't speak. We all make mistakes. 1-1 count on Weimers as he takes a healthy cut on a curveball. That's strike two. I cannot get over that play from Brady Voss. That's got to be one of the plays of the year so far. So 1-2 count on Weimers as time is called. I've been very impressed with Andrew Patton coming on. She said fourth inning to work here. Yeah, he's done a great job. He's shooting him down early so far. His next pitch is fouled away out of play. More often than not, these pitches have been fouled off. And he's come back to get him out with a strikeout or had him pop it up in play. We have all the young fans going up for that foul ball. Lots of them tonight. One-two pitch is... Fouled straight back off the net. The cool 68 degrees here as we near 930 at historic Ernie Vivian Field. Oh, and I'm getting sore. Blake Gasaway here with you, joined by Grayson Smith. You know, it doesn't help. Notice any time we go to Sedalia, they have the hardest benches to sit on <laughs> you'll ever sit on in your entire life. We had a better, I guess you could say we sat better than we did the very first time. We were far away from our desk as that pitch is skied. High in the air in the infield, and it's gonna be it's gonna be Andrew Patton making a sliding catch. Yeah, he's trying to make make it acrobatic too. So Patton sits down the outlaws one two three. Some great defensive plays to end the inning. We head to the bottom of the eighth inning. Outlaws still leading by five seven two. As you listen to exclusive coverage of Renegades baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. My name is Blake. I received a heart transplant when I was two weeks old. I play defense for the Red Hot Tornadoes. Sometimes my heart starts pounding like faster and faster as I go. I know I have someone else's heart inside me. It makes me feel happy because someone was generous enough to give me a second chance to live. This gift of life was made possible by an organ donor. Imagine what you could make possible. Sign up as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. Using meth taught me everything about freedom. Only, not like you think. It taught me how easy it is to lose your freedom. 
If you think meth is taking control of you, ask for help. You have the power to be truly free. I know. I'm Jan, and I'm free from meth. If you or someone you know is struggling with meth, call 1-800-662-HELP for 24-hour free and confidential treatment referral. Learn more at samhsa.gov slash meth. Same pitcher on the mound for the Outlaws. Marahashi goes in for a second inning. Leadoff hitter for the Renegades will be Hamilton Anderson batting from the left side. And he is the designated hitter for tonight's game. He's one for three in tonight's game. Leads the team in a lot of categories. First pitch to him is taken outside for strike one. Nowhere, the only category that he's not leading in and he's nowhere close to is hit by pitch. Neither is the rest of the team. All one count on Anderson. He takes strike two away. And just gives the umpire just a subtle look like, really? Team has 27 hit by pitches, 12 of those owned by Brady Voss. Wow, he has almost half of the team's hit by pitches. That's pretty crazy. 0-2 count on Anderson. He's going to swing and hit a high fly ball in the deep right field. Right fielder on the track at the wall. And it is out number one. Gave it a ride, but couldn't get it to exit the park. He knows how to do that. He had two in one game a couple of games ago. Center fielder Tommy Reether, he'll step in now. Left-handed batter, he's... Two, four, three. He has two singles, a stolen base, and a fly out to left field. Reether batting from the left side. He takes first pitch down and away for ball one. Reether batting in the four spot today. Usually the leadoff hitter for the Renegades. He takes ball two out or excuse me, upstairs. We're in the bottom of the eighth inning. Renegades losing by five right now. Outlaws winning by... Or Outlaws have a score of seven to two as Reether takes ball three, making a three-no count. So Marahashi is behind on Reether. Three balls, no strikes. Next pitch, outside for strike one. That was a good pitch. So we have one out, 3-1 count on Tommy Reether. Like I said, we're in the bottom of the eighth inning. Next pitch is swung on and fouled straight back. I'll make it a full count on Tommy Reether. So Reether now has a full count. He went from 3-0 to 3-2. Next pitch from Marahashi is taken high for ball four. That's an elegant bat, bat toss from Reether. So next hitter will be Demel, the shortstop for tonight. He steps in, hitting 0-3 tonight. Has a fly out to left field, a fly out to center field, and a strikeout. 
So Colin Demmel, the shortstop, wearing number 28, batting on the right side. We have Tommy Reether at first base. And Marahashi on the mound. First pitch, taking it inside for ball one. Trying to give Demmel a close shave there. Yeah, that was borderline a couple centimeters from the jersey right there. So 1-0 count on Demmel. And that one hit him. Looked barely hit him, but umpire says it did. So Reether makes it down to second. And Demmel makes it down to first as we have... I fielder David Dell steps in. I, I thought that hit him. It's a little bit of a delayed call there by the home plate umpire. I thought it was hit him, but Dell has had a walk, a line out to uh, second base and an RBI double last time he was at bat. And he just slapped that double in the right field last time he was up. Hopefully he can do that again as Renegades are losing by five. First pitch from Marahashi is inside for strike one. On deck, we have Ben Burton, the second baseman. Right now, we have an 0-1 count on David Dell, the right fielder. Second pitch is a very slow curveball. Demo swings that and fouls it off towards the dugout. That was almost like an Ephus curveball. That thing was slower than we've seen all night. Yeah, got Dell crossed up there. Just pulled the trigger way too early. So Dell now has an 0-2 count. Runners on first and second. And Reether and Demel. Next pitch is a fastball. That's fouled off straight back. So he goes from the very slow curveball to a heater down the middle. Looking to fool David Dell. So Dell steps back I cannot say that phrase at all tonight. He is back in the batter's box. Wiggles his bat. 0-2 count. Next pitch is fouled off again out of play. See if those River Oak kids go run after that baseball. I think they're already out there looking for the yeah, was, one of the other ones. They all kind of just disappeared from the stands. So it's still an 0-2 count on David Dell. Marahashi delivers. Next pitch is low for ball one. Dell wearing number seven. He is the right fielder for tonight's game. Wiggles his arms, wiggles his bat. Does a little toe tap. Next pitch from Marahashi is right down the middle for strike three. And he knew that. He walked straight away from the batter's box. Second baseman Ben Burton steps in. He's had a uh, single out in a 6-3 put out, so he's one for two with a walk. Burton, the second baseman, batting on the right side, wearing number 20. And like my partner Blake said, he does have a base hit tonight. And he's been very clutch with two outs so far this season, hoping to deliver at least one more run for the Renegades. First pitch to him is... 
right down the middle for strike one. So runner on second and Tommy Reether, runner at first and Colin Demel. So a walk and a hit by pitch. Now there's two outs, a one count on Burton. Next pitch is in there for strike two. So Marahashi is one strike away from getting out of this. It's a good-looking pitch there. Yeah, it just zoomed right by. So two strikes, two outs. Marahashi waiting to get his pitch. He gets it. He sets up. Looks to second. Throws in. Big curveball. Burton fouls it back off to the backstop. Yeah, Burton having to protect the plate there. That was a wise decision to pull the trigger because that thing was dropping, and I have a feeling that if he doesn't foul that off, that's in there for a strike. Yeah, that pitch would have definitely fooled him for sure. He windmills his bat. He shakes it. Next pitch from Marahashi. He checks his swing, but he does not go. Umpire asking, did he go? And we still get the answer from the fans instead of the other umpire. Well, that'll make it a 1-2 count on Ben Burton. Marahashi looks back to second. Next pitch is grounding up the middle. Second baseman is going to glove it. He's going to flip it to the shortstop, but it's not going to make it in time as Reether's going to come in to score. Boy, they tried to make that fancy, and that cost him. Yeah, he tried to make it fancy. His second baseman tried to flip it to the shortstop, but he flipped it too far to his left. And Reether just did not stop. He kept on running. That's going to score the third run of the ball game for the Renegades. The next batter will be Seth DeNoyer, the third baseman for tonight's ball game. He has a sack fly with an RBI and two strikeouts. DeNoyer batting on the right side, wearing number 15. As I said, he's playing third base for tonight's ball game. So now there's runners on first and second again. Second base would be Colin Demo. First base would be Ben Burton. First pitch is swung on and missed. Big cut by Seth DeNoyer. On deck we have the left fielder, Brady Voss, who made a spectacular defensive play in the past inning. So 0-1 count on DeNoyer. Another big cut. Swings and misses. Foul tips it into the glove. That'll be strike two. DeNoyer's just a hair behind these pitches. Yeah, if he gets on time, he's going to send that a long way. So he's now down 0-2. Two outs. Two runners on. Marhashi gets set. He delivers. Next pitch is down and away for ball one. His fat or his hat falls off once again. We're still in the bottom of the eighth inning. Two outs, one and two count on DeNoyer. Marhashi looks back to second. Next pitch. Cut swing and he he indeed went. So that's strike three on DeNoyer. Renegades are able to score one run. They make it a 7-3 ball game as they head to the top of the ninth inning. 
You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. My name is Caitlin. I'm six years old. I like to go to the beach with my cousins. When I was a baby, I was very sick. And then I got a liver transplant from my organ donor. It saved my life. This gift of life was made possible by an organ donor. Imagine what you could make possible. Sign up as an organ, eye, and tissue donor. Go to organdonor.gov. Eva Marie smoked 12,000 packs of cigarettes over 15 years. She quit, and now there's a new lung cancer screening that could save her life. You stopped smoking. Now start screening. No matter how much you've smoked, early detection could save you. Talk to your doctor or learn more at savedbythescan.org. New pitcher on the mound for the Renegades, number 45, Austin Brewer. He has been lights out so far this season. Pitching five games. He's pitching 9.1, nine and a third innings with 17 strikeouts, four walks, six hits, and he has a 1.92 ERA. He has just been dominant so far this season. He last pitched against the Mustangs, where he got the W. He pitched three innings that game with one hit, one walk, four strikeouts. Not sure if that's updated. I feel like he pitched against the Outlaws just recently. but Anyway, he's still been lights out so far this season. Designated hitter Sam Golden will step in. He's had hit by pitch, an RBI single, a fly out to right field in that home Long run. Long home run. Long home run over the scoreboard. First pitch from Brewer is a fastball for strike one. Yeah, Golden hit it right over the Ernie Vivian field sign to the tree. He got the lone firework. Next pitch from Brewer is foul ball towards the net. Strike two. Strike dos. He steps back in. Finally got that phrase right. Wiggles his bat. Brewer delivers. And it's going to be line drive in the right field. Dell coming in. Slides in. And he makes the catch. Nice sliding catch by David Dell. Outfielders have just looked pretty great defensively tonight. A couple of miscues, but they've just been spectacular since then. Stepping in now will be first baseman Jeb Jenkins. He's had a fly out to right field, fly out to left field, hit into a 5-3, put out, and took a walk. Jenkins batting on the right side, wearing number 20. Windmills his bat, puts it by his ear. First pitch from Brewer. Set in. He checks his swing but fouls it towards the backstop for strike one. We've seen that uh, come back a couple times for the Renegades, so nice to see that uh, unfortunateness happen to another team. So one strike so far on Jenkins. Next pitch is a great curveball. Swung on and missed. Strike two. 
And that curveball is inside and low. And he had little to no chance of hitting that ball, but swings anyway. So Brewer has him down 0-2. He sets, he delivers. Strike three call. He's out looking. That was just a beauty of a breaking ball by Brewer. Stepping in now will be third baseman Cade Lott. He is one for three. Was thrown out at home. He had a base hit until his last time up. First pitch from Brewer is a big swing and a miss for strike one. Brewer continuing to show his domination so far. So he has one strike on lot. Next pitch is another strike. Er wow, he called that a ball. He said it just missed. That, wow, that looked right down the middle to me, but... Anyways, it's going to be a 1-1 count. Next pitch from Brewer is big swing and a miss for strike two. So Brewer has a 1-2 count on lot. So we're in the top of the ninth inning. Two outs. No runners on. Next pitch from Brewer is swung on and missed strike three. So Brewer sits them down 1-2-3 with a fly out to right and two straight strikeouts. Renegades are going to the bottom of the ninth, trailing by four. We've seen them trail by four before and come back. We'll see if they can do it again here at home. We head to the bottom of the ninth inning. You're listening to exclusive coverage of Renegades Baseball here on the Show Me Sports Network. We are strong, we are resilient, and we will get through this together. But these are stressful times, and it's important to also practice good self-care. It's normal to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or afraid, but there is hope. Reach out to someone, connect with your friends, stay in touch with your community, and know that you are not alone. Learn more at wearebroadcasters.com slash hope. Furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. No one should face breast cancer alone. I'm Janelle Hale, founder and CEO of the National Breast Cancer Foundation. When I was diagnosed in 1980, there was no internet and little information available to make an informed decision. Today at NBCF, we help women at every step of their breast cancer journey. Early detection saved my life. It could save yours too. Learn more at NBCF.org slash hope. New pitcher up for the Outlaws. Number 28, Jake Algy, or Algy. He has a 1.92 ERA. He's pitching four games, four and two-thirds innings pitch with seven strikeouts, two walks, and four hits. He's looking to close the game out for the Outlaws. So he's finishing up his warm-up pitches. First batter we have up to bat will be Brady Voss, the left fielder. A lead off with uh, Brady Voss. In the on-deck circle, Caden Deal and first baseman Carter Mize. Catcher throws down to second. And we are about to be underway in the bottom of the ninth inning. Steps in, first pitch from Algie 
is taken high for ball one. We'll see if the Renegades can work their magic here in the ninth inning. Not to jinx them, knock on wood, but they haven't been in this spot before. Next pitch is taken for a strike. They were down 7-3 to the Sedalia Bombers in the very first game of the season. They were able to come back in 10 innings, win 8-7. Next pitch is Voss is skipped in the dirt for ball two. Just throw it out there. Voss has been a couple games now and hadn't been hit by a pitch, so does have a team leading, Mink leading, possibly a Mink record 12 hit by pitch. Maybe he can get something started and lean into one. Next pitch is swung on and missed for strike two. He's looking to send that baseball far with that big swing. Now he nods. He gets the pitch he wants. He delivers. Next pitch is broken. Another broken bat. It's going to be rolled to the second baseman. Voss is going to try and beat it out. Throw to first is in time. Big groan from the home crowd. He That was a very close play at first base, but he's going to be called out. That's not just a broken bat. That's a shattered bat. Yeah. As that thing went into about six pieces all across the diamond. They're going to have to do a little bit of work to pick up a few of those pieces. The umpires do not have any support from Renegades fans right now. As D'Amelio is going to talk to the first base umpire about that call. He was also out there making sure all the pieces were picked up too. Maybe I'm just trying to so cause drama. Deal will step in. First pitch to Deal is taken for a ball. <laughs> Sorry. I guess Amelia was picking up pieces. I guess I was trying to start drama. Second pitch to Deal is skied to deep left, and that's going to be foul ball just out of the reach of the third baseman. That's going to be strike one on catcher Caden Deal. Walk-off bat company, they're going to have to have a new shipment of bats headed this way as much lumber has been broken by the Renegades tonight and mainly in these last several games. Yeah, they have broken a lot lately. 1-1 pitch to Deal is in the dirt, ball two. Make it 2-1. and one. Deal subbed in for Claro earlier in this game. He went from left to catcher. He's done a pretty good job. He hasn't had to deal with a lot of Outlaws runners, surprisingly. So he sends a foul ball laser t towards top of the Outlaws dugout. As Renegades have been able to shut down the Mustangs, or excuse me, not the Mustangs, the Outlaws. 2-2 pitch to deal is skipped in the dirt for ball three, making a full count. I think this pitcher's going to have to buy the catcher some dinner after the game here. That's about the third or fourth ball that he's thrown and bounced in the chest protector. Full count pitch to Deal is another ground ball, foul ball. Deal making him work here in the ninth inning. Carter Mize is on deck. And in the hole is Hamilton Anderson, the designated hitter. Full count pitch to Deal. Taking high for ball four. Seven-pitch walk right there. Renegades looking to start something. 
First baseman Carter Mize will step in. He's having an 0 for 4 night, so just as good as any time for him to let one rip here. Mize broke his bat in his last trip to the plate. We'll see if this new bat can do some damage for the Renegades. First pitch to Mize is taken for strike one. We had a great crowd tonight for River Oak Knights. Fans have left. There are lots of children here tonight. Next pitch to Mize is taken for strike two. But it was a fun night here at the ballpark. We had kids go on the field for some games. Lots of them running out for foul balls. It was just a fun night here. Just Unfortunately, Renegades are losing still to the Outlaws. We're looking to... Change that here. Next pitch to Mize. It's going to be grounded for a base hit up to right field. So that's Renegades a, looking to start something. That's a good way to christen a new bat. Yes, it is. Next next hitter we have is Hamilton Anderson. Designated hitter for tonight. Wearing number 11, batting on the left side. Hamilton Anderson, one for four on the night tonight. Does have four home runs this season. Also has... A team leading 22 hits. Carter Mize just behind him with 21. So a close race with Anderson and Mize. See who's the team's best hitter. And I won't complain if they keep playing like this. I really don't care who's the best hitter as long as they help the Renegades win some ball games. First pitch to Anderson is taken high for strike one. So runner on second base, runner on first base. Runner on second is Caden Deal. Runner on first is Carter Mize with the walk and single. One out here in the bottom of the ninth. 0-1 pitch to Anderson. There's going to be a ground ball to second base. He's going to look and throw to second base. Throw to first. Is in time to get him. That goes as a 4-6-3 double play. Yeah, 4-6-3 to end the game. And they're going to argue the, with the umpire. D'Amelio is not happy about that call. Yes, yeah. Umpires are going to talk to each other about this. They're, they're going to call him safe. safe at first base. That is a good correction right there. As outlaws were coming onto the field to celebrate, instead there's going to be two outs with runners on first and third. And Tommy Reether steps into the plate. So instead of a 4-6-3 a, uh, <clears throat> double play, we now a have choice. a 4-6 fielder's choice. So Tommy Reether looking to be the final hope for the Renegades. Runners on first and third. First pitch to him is going to be a high fly ball in the deep left field. Left fielder under it, and he's going to make the final catch. And now the ball game has ended. As the Outlaws win 7-3, as Renegades look to make a comeback but aren't able to muster that win tonight. So Outlaws are now able to celebrate on the field. They tried it once, now they can officially do it again. So that's going to be the fourth straight loss for the Renegades as they fall to 7-9 on the season. 
uh, yeah, they had a chance there, and they certainly tried to come back and get it. I, I appreciate the fact it was a little too late to uh, correct much, at least to uh, help much, but they overruled that 4-6-3 double play and ended up making it a fielder's choice 4-6, so glad to see them change that as I didn't think they got the out at first, but again, I'm on the wrong side of the net to have much opinion on that. I can have an opinion, but at the end of the day, it really doesn't matter because I'm sitting over here and not out there, so the umpires got together and decided that uh, they had the call incorrect and changed that. As you said, that's the fourth straight loss now for the Renegades as they fall here in this 7-3 to three final. As that puts them at a record of 7-9 and nine now for the Outlaws, they move to 10-7 and seven on the season. So we know that the uh, Renegades will be no more than two and a half games back. Can't tell you exactly how many games they'll be back as the other games that are tonight that uh, have some implications as uh, coming in, the Sedalia Bombers were sitting atop the Meek League standing and uh, without their game posted tonight as not sure what their score was in Sedalia. Still says pregame, but the Bombers are hosting the Nevada Griffins again. Our game here in that game, a South Division matchup. So right now the Bombers sitting at 9-6 and six having the best record, but we're not sure how it'll go today. If they win, they'll keep the top spot. If they lose, then uh, that'll shake it up a little bit. The other game from tonight that's going on, the Des Moines Peak Prospects, they're hosting the Clarinda A's. Again, no score posted from that one. So don't have much to update from the Mink League scoreboard. But the good thing is we have a couple days off here where Renegades can have a chance to rest and retool and get ready as we will make the uh, trip that's the furthest trip we make all season as we'll be headed to Clarinda to take on the A's. That game on Friday, that doubleheader game on Friday, I should say. First game at 5, second game at 7.30, and then we'll be at Des Moines to take on the Peak Prospects. Again, that doubleheader at 5 and 7.30. Then to turn right back around to play that top-seeded bomber team here at home at uh, Historic Ernie Vivian Park. That'll be on Sunday. That's set for 7 o'clock first pitch. We'll actually have a celebrity softball game. That'll start about 5 o'clock, and I really have some intentions to maybe try to put that on the air. Not sure. I haven't seen who all's involved with the uh, celebrity softball game yet, but we're already going to be at the ballpark then, so why not have some fun and go ahead and put the celebrity softball tournament on uh, on the air as well. And then, uh, like I said, that'll be about 5 o'clock. The uh, first pitch time set for the Sedalia Bombers game, that at 7 o'clock. Oh, and that, that game, too, benefits Special Olympics in Missouri, so you're in town on Sunday, please come out and support the Renegades, support Special Olympics of Missouri. A really awesome opportunity to uh, support two of the great organizations here in town. And then, uh, then we'll be on the road on Monday as we'll travel back to Sedalia and uh, take on the Bombers at Sedalia. Again, that's 7 o'clock first pitch time. So in the uh, basically in a week's time, we'll have seen the Bombers three times, just like we've Seen the Joplin Outlaws twice in the last three days and last three games. So, game could not fall in the uh, favor of the Renegades, but they know what they need to do. They've got some work cut out for them, and 
most importantly, get some rest, get some players back at 100%, and uh, get a chance just to reset. As we're already nearing the midway point of the season, it doesn't seem possible, but uh, we're about halfway through this Mink League season this year for the 2021 campaign. That's going to do it for tonight's broadcast. Uh, any final thoughts before we get out of here, Grayson? No, I'm just hoping to see a better ball game for the Renegades on Friday against Clorinda. I'm just hoping to see some better offense. And Pitchy was stellar tonight, but just didn't go all the way through. And I'm just hoping for a better ball game as they head to Iowa. So that'll do it for our broadcast tonight. Uh, for Grayson Smith, I'm Blake Gazaway here on the Show Me Sports Network. Until we talk to you Friday late afternoon as the Renegades will be at Clarinda taking on the A's. First game of that doubleheader set for first pitch at 5 o'clock. We'll have pregame starting about 4.40 here on the Show Me Sports Network. Until we talk to you then, so long and have a great evening. You've been listening to the best game coverage in the Mink League on the exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades Baseball, the Show Me Sports Network, and the Renegades Radio Network. Blake Gazaway, Grayson Smith, and the broadcast crew are the guys that know your Renegades the best. Exclusive coverage of Jefferson City Renegades Baseball has been brought to you by Centurion Communications, Batteries Plus Bulbs, Avon with Michelle Carty, Storm Pro Contractors, Mossy Oak Properties, Law Office of Russ Swanigan, River Oak Christian Academy, Kathy Rush Remax Realty, Eddie Gaydale Society, Joe Mockins Ford, Riley Automotive, Southwest Dental, Canterbury Hill Winery, The Dugout Sports Car, Edward Joe, Central Bank, Farmers Insurance, Animal Medical Center, Downtown Chiropractic Clinic, Jefferson Bank, BE Renewed LLC, Poncheros, State Tech College of Missouri, MFA, and Han Custom Laser Engraving LLC. We hope you've enjoyed the broadcast. Join us anytime on the web at showmesportsnetwork.com and jeffcityrenegades.com. The Show Me Sports Network and the Renegades Radio Network, your exclusive home for Jefferson City Renegades baseball. Serving fans throughout the Midwest and even more around the world, this is the Show Me Sports Network. The preceding was an exclusive broadcast property presentation of the Show Me Sports Network and was a high-fidelity all-digital broadcast. This broadcast is copyrighted by the Show Me Sports Network for the private use of our audience. Any other use of this broadcast without the Show Me Sports Network's written consent is prohibited.